Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And yes, finally, last night we got snow for the first time in New York, which is bonkers. Uh, it makes me worried about global warming that we got our first snow <laughs> when we're, the winter's almost over. It's just been crazy here in uh, New, New Rochelle, New York. But Last night, Mrs. Boom and I, you're not going to believe this, we were up past three in the morning playing oh. Baldur's Gate 2 Ooh. Dark Alliance, and wow. I mean, we used to do that on the PlayStation 2, I believe it was, with Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, Champions of Norath 1 and 2, two of our absolute favorite RPGs of all time. And we said, you know, we had downloaded it at the end of last year, and I was like, hey, Mrs. Boom, you feel like getting down with this? And she's like, okay, yeah. And, and she's so used to a Switch controller, she had to relearn the Xbox <laughs> controller. Because every time she meant to press A, she pressed B. And she's like, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> okay. is, she, what, is she saying something back around there? Yeah, she said, thanks for putting me on blast. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was something like, shut your damn mouth over there. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we did something that we haven't done in a long time. And we're paying for it because now we're just we're dragging our wagons today. But... We're here, folks. We have a lot to get into, uh, some of which is going to be a bit spicy. Uh, um, honestly, again, I, I don't like doing negativity. We certainly don't like to sell negativity on this channel. We're all about gaming and community. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when things happen, industries, industry changing uh, situations are occurring in front of us. Uh, we have to talk about it. And I feel that if we don't, we are becoming a part of the problem. So what, what I'm referring to before we get into introductions is something that was posted uh, by Andy Robinson of VGC yesterday, where he put out there, and I'm very, very surprised with Andy. Like I said, I've said this yesterday when we talked about it as breaking news. I like Andy. I think he is one of the finer uh, journalists. He has a significant amount of journalistic integrity, and that's my opinion. If you don't agree, I, I understand, but that's how I feel. I really, really like VGC. I think there are uh, they have become one of, the, if, at least for this channel, VGC, one of the yeah. prime locations <clears throat> where I get my gaming news, and I'm very usually very happy with what they put out there. But recently, they kind of have joined the hit parade when it comes to anti-Xbox content. And I hope that this isn't a running trend that is going to now uh, see this uh, um, the website transition into the IGNs and the Kotakus and the GameSpots of the world. Uh, I don't like those sites anymore. I used to be a big fan of them. And I think that when uh, the uh, clicks needed to be clicked, uh, it was very easy. And I said this in the, in the green room, for some reason... Even when Xbox does good, they're doing bad. And it's frustrating. It's, it's a bit frustrating because, you know, they are one of the few platforms that look and give back to their community, not only in games, but how, how their, their, their people there interact with us. Uh, you can't say that you've ever heard Jim Ryan get out there and congratulate or tell someone they're sorry for their loss, like Phil Spencer or... Uh, Aaron Greenberg have or, or or Sarah Bond have gone out there and been front facing. I mean, it's Larry Herb's another one. He's out there, uh, not besides giving codes away. He's out there talking with the people. You don't see that from anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, but let's get into the introductions. And I want to speak to everybody because no one here was able to give 
uh, you know, their opinion on a podcast, at least not that I heard of. So I, before we get into it, let's introduce Daniel McGee. Daniel, how you feeling, brother? Welcome. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, my allergies are going wild because yesterday, mine too. Yeah. yesterday I woke up and uh, my news report said it was 70 some odd degrees outside with dust. And I said, uh. dust is no weather. <laughs> and then I went outside and I looked at my typically black car, which yesterday was instead a, a shade of brownish gray. Um. I was like, oh, maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, I've been dying ever since. How are you guys doing? Yeah, well, listen, I'm sorry to you that, that your car changed colors and that in Texas, instead of it being right. sunny and clear, you have sunny <laughs> and dusty. dust. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, yeah, real that's dust not, good. not good for the allergies for sure. Retri, uh, listen, the Xbox Wire delivered some powerful information. We're going to get into uh, Xbox P- uh, Game Pass. Or Xbox PC Game Pass PC yep. is being brought to 40 locations, 40 countries that have never had Xbox before. Uh, you think that that is a sign of something special to come. Uh, we're going to get into that. How are you feeling, brother? Welcome. I feel great, Boom. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me, as usual. Uh, we got a great panel. I'm happy that um, Steel is here as well because he'll bring the spice just like me and he's he, you know he likes to say it how it is so um, as all these guys do <laughs> so i'm excited i'm excited to talk about today's topics uh so let's just get into it let's go yeah absolutely and uh Scalzi tv well first of all brother thank you so much for joining us uh, uh i honestly was hoping that when you arrived here today we would have in tow the actual date given to us by Bethesda or Xbox or both for the expected um, Starfield, you know, showcase where they're going to give us uh, the actual uh, release date, show us some uh, gameplay, get some, uh, some information from Todd Howard himself. Uh, That was the rumor that ended last week. uh, And it was from a lot of people, including Andy Robinson, for that matter. He said that it was imminent that we would get that information. Unfortunately, that has not been the case so far in the first two days of the week. And, of course, that could come tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. But we will get into what you expect or when you expect this to happen. Uh, how you feeling, brother? Welcome. Yeah, thanks. I feel awesome. Uh, yeah, it's like back in the Army again. Hurry up and wait for this yeah, little Starfield right. showcase. But, yeah, I, uh, I'll definitely have some opinions today, especially in regards to Andy Robinson. I've been on a bit of a tirade about all that stuff yesterday. So uh, I'll try to taper my my spiciness a bit so things don't get too out of control <laughs> listen this is a po- this is a conversational podcast be as spicy as a burrito brother i we don't care i have plenty of acid <laughs> pills in the in, in 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 the in the in the medicine cabinet but listen steel rain uh what's going on brother great show uh as as always uh, you know as he does on living split screen each and every saturday with Thanks, his brother man. from another pond soul how you feeling yes, sir look man you have made me a key at this point i came through the back door made me a nope. sandwich you I got the front down. key brother there you oh, go i got the front key well, look, <laughs> yeah, the front i thought key. I, I i snuck in just because i was hungry wanted to make sure i got some coffee um i'm energized <laughs> i'm feeling it look again i want to appreciate you for bringing me on uh we got a panel full of great people here with great opinions and uh you got some fire topics for us to get into man so i'm excited uh let's get to it man much love yeah i appreciate you being here brother and obviously yeah you walk right through the front gates uh and uh, your parking spot is right there you just drive up pull in and uh, come in grab a sandwich or sandwich as they as the kids call it and uh, you'll be good to go uh listen folks 
let's get let, let, let's rip the band-aid right off uh yesterday on the xbox lunch break special uh we had breaking news where uh andy robinson who is uh the lead voice uh at vgc which is of course short for video video games chronicles again i, I said this before and i'll say it again one of my favorite places to get news uh, I I like the way that they report there. I do uh, really really enjoy the way they write. Yesterday they took a bit of a left uh, left turn in Albuquerque, if you will. Um, and uh, obviously the news that will continue to go, you know, be a, a, you know a part of every podcast until it's done um, is the ABK deal. Um, and uh, yesterday Andy Robinson put out a tweet where he got a lot of fire. Uh, and I, I told people, listen, if you're going to speak to the guy, do it respectfully. Don't come at him. He's not, uh, you know, he's, 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 he's giving you the information according to the quote unquote pundits that he's spoken to within the industry. Uh, and what the pundits told him was that if this deal, if the ABK, the Activision Blizzard King deal were to fail, Microsoft is uh, considering selling off the Xbox division. Um, it took the internet by storm. Everyone was reporting on it. I don't know what the basis of this, uh, in in my opinion, half-cocked tweet was about. Uh, a lot of people suggested to me that, boom, what do you think it is? It's, 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 about, it's about clicks. You know, that's, that's what they do. But that's not actually what VGZ does. Uh, for the most part, they are good reporters over there. Andy Robinson has... You don't know. He used to work with uh, with the team at Platonics. Um, he has development uh, chops. He also has uh, significant connections in the industry. Um, but you know, when he put that out there, I got to be honest with you. I mean, I I, I may not be a, a you know a, an attorney. I may not be a journalist, uh, but I think I can say I have common sense. Um, and when you look at the monies that Xbox, in particular, are making for Microsoft over some of their other, you know, entities, it's hand over fist dollars after dollars after dollars. Uh, I, I don't understand the ideology behind this. I don't know who the quote unquote pundits were that he was speaking to. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I'm going to go first to Retrion here, who has been, been on a bit of a tear himself. Retrion, I had to, I had to go you first. Um, we saw the likes of uh, Jez Corden. Randall Thor, Tom Warren from The Verge, come out almost instantly mm -hmm. and just blow up his spot. Um, and uh, I, I, again, I, I don't understand the motivation for this kind of a, a tweet. Um, let, let's get your opinion on this, dude. This is it, to me, it's a little shocking. Uh, to me, it's I'm seeing a trend with VGC. Uh, in the last couple of months where they're doing some hit pieces on Xbox more and more. I don't, I don't, you don't put a tweet. You don't, you, you do not. And he, and he is no fool. He's not an idiot. You do not put out a tweet like that and expect to not get a lot of heat from it. Um, you, you do stuff like that to stay irrelevant. You do stuff like that because if it bleeds, it leads. And that's exactly what, unfortunately, Andy unfortunately, is doing yeah. here. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't like it. We're running out of places <laughs> to grab sources from that, that don't, that don't feel biased, uh, and don't seem to be doing constant hit pieces against Xbox. 
So I, I'm, I'm unfortunately because I, I worked 19 years in the news industry and on TV. I'm not I'm not surprised by this when anyone does it at all. It, it stinks. Mm. But the notion that Xbox would sell by pundits or trust me bro sources is is so ridiculous like i i just can't get over how just i'm just gonna there you know like who this guy like come on dude like what there's no way it's happening guy it's just crazy. that's crazy talk this is conspiracy theory like i don't trust whoever the hell his sources are are absolute probably full of crap i, I don't I don't even know if they they're real. I don't even know if they're real because guess what? I can put out a tweet that says the exact same thing and get a ton of traction. I can put out tweets that get hate. I can I can grow my audience way quicker with with uh, with this BS stuff than than I do with just trying to be real and trying to stay positive about Game Pass and games in general, right? Um, it works. It works because we're talking about it right now. It yeah. always works. It will never stop working, and this stuff will never stop until we stop clicking on the stuff that's just a fact right so it's it's a vicious it's a vicious circle microsoft is not going anywhere they are investing the the most amount of money they've ever invested in anything why the hell would they do a 180 if abk doesn't happen you know what happens nothing we just start they just start buying up a bunch of other places you know yeah. they're just going to go after either other publishers or a bunch of uh s smaller developers which I think will happen anyways, even if the ABK deal does go through. I still think they're not done. Right. They're going to continue doing this. They've invested in Bethesda. They invested, they're investing in ABK. They're investing in all these other studios. They've invested hundreds of millions in servers and racks for Game Pass. They're not going anywhere. The, the future, why, why would you step out of an industry that's growing like crazy? It doesn't make any sense. So, no, I don't, I don't trust, like, I still like VGC as a whole, don't get me wrong, and I don't want to attack Andy, but you, but he knew what he was doing, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta, there's a give and take, like, once you put something like this out, and people give you heat for it, and then you go, oh, and then you start crying about it, screw you. Like, if I put out something stupid that's going to get a lot of traction, I expect to get that heat back, whether it's good or bad from either side. From, from PlayStation guys or Xbox guys, but you're gonna, you're gonna get it. You put it, you put it out in the world, the world's gonna give you something back, right? No, that's it, it, what's, that's what we're seeing with like, you know, what, what's, what's going on with Mr. Dringe, right? Yeah, you know, the, it's uh, funny. They, I, I was actually gonna bring this up because, you know, you said a trend. Uh, folks, look, I, I don't do negativity. I don't, I don't like how it sells. I know that it, it, that the reason why the channel's still under 12K isn't because we jump on these bandwagons of hate. I've seen other channels grow. I, I, I'll quit the business. I'll tell you right now. I will quit tomorrow and just pack it all up and just end double viral gaming if I had to convert myself into the way some of these other people do their business. That's just not my way. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I, I, again, I, I, as much as I love this, if it was, hey, listen, you got to convert, I quit. That's okay. It's not a problem. I know people are going to be disappointed, right. but I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to sell myself out for clicks and likes and subs i just i won't do it. it i think that's horrible mm -hmm. uh you mentioned trend folks uh and you meant you may, you made mention of christopher dringe mm -hmm. uh this is a guy this is a journalist that has been on an anti-xbox tear for what seems like weeks 
But yeah. he got into full peak uh, over the weekend and right, right, right leading up to the weekend where he, again, this is, this is, I don't understand what's happening with the industry. Like, you know, Microsoft, sure. Do they make mistakes? Does Xbox make mistakes? A thousand percent. Planning. Just look at last year. Yeah. Last year was a wash. And that was management. That was planning. That was a, there was a lot of minutiae things wrong with what happened in 2022 for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all going to be changed, wiped away uh, in 2023 from what we understand. Um, but f- it seems to me that there the industry is once again, and, and it's concerning, um, uh, Retri, that we it, it seems like it's shifting back to 2014 when everyone yeah. hated Xbox. Yep. You know, hey, listen, we need clicks. Hate on Xbox because we're going to get a hundred new. Stuff. It works. It, it 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 works. It's like I said. I I don't know what the motivation was for Andy. I'm not going to make excuses. I know the easy out is well. Boom! They won. He won clicks. VGC. VGC gets enough clicks on its own by just doing regular news. Uh, this was. I'll be honest with you. Even if I was told this by someone, I wouldn't have reported on this. I'd have been like, yeah, that's not a story I'm going to get behind. I'm sorry. I'm just not right because it seems crazy it's crazy town theory right so it like there, there's in journalism and i've worked with journalists like for almost 20 years like you don't there's a point where you you look at the store and you have producers that say hmm nah like that's just like we shouldn't we shouldn't push that out because of xyz this yeah. is one of those things that yep. should have never seen the light of day but it did which tells me he did it for clicks there's no other reason to do that there's yeah. zero and other reason to do that, right? So, like, I still like VGC. I, I still like, you know, games industry at Biz. I still like drinks. I, I think they're they're good at what they do. You know what I mean? But, and I know we're getting up on our feelings. I don't want to hate on these guys. I don't want to attack these guys or whatever. No, no, we don't. But we usually don't what I, my, my, my solution to the, to the problem is to not click on their crap. Yeah. The only way I know about this stuff is, but usually by guys like Idol and stuff like that, they'll, or, or other guys in Twitter that'll literally like Jesus. copy and paste what's in the actual thing. I am not clicking on that crap. Because yeah. the second you do it, you become a part of the problem. You just gave them exactly what they wanted. You're part of yeah. the problem. Sorry. Yeah. Like, no, no, it just it's, it's, is it's, what it is. Uh, you know, a Pragmatic Eagle, good friend of the program, uh, says making the same mistake, quote unquote, over and over again isn't a mistake. It's intentional and exactly. or a bad habit. Um, yes. And Joe Dunmore says something funny. Microsoft is going to sell Xbox to Microsoft, and Sony's going to try and block it. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I right. love it. That's good stuff, Joe. Oh, my God. Listen, we got some super chats I want to get to, but I, I want to bring in uh, Scalzi TV, who's normally very reserved. Um, he's a very reserved man. Uh, you know, Obviously, if you watch his stuff, and I watch it all the time, uh, you, you very rarely see him get on his high horse, but I think we're going to see a change of that today. Uh, you you've been on a bit of a tear yourself, Scolzi, and it's not because you're you're fanboying. I think that it comes a point where the disappointment just really just gets in the way. You know, you expect better of others. I, I expect. Look, I'm going to say this right now. I don't know Andy. He doesn't even follow me on Twitter. As much as I give, uh, as I talk about his thing, and that's fine. I'm I'm not offended at all. I, I'm <laughs> I I like what they do over there. So. And then if I give them business by talking about it on my show, then so be it. I, I don't need a pat on the ass. It's fine. Um, but I hold Andy to a high standard. Uh, and he unfortunately failed yesterday. Uh, and he failed me as, as a fan. 
Uh, I was very disappointed that he would put that out there. Uh, and obviously, based on Virtue's uh, opinion, it, it was motivated behind clicks. I'm not stupid, folks. I, you know, I try. I love giving the benefit of the doubt, uh, and I say this all the time. Um, it's I, I'd I'd rather give the benefit of the doubt than not. That's just 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 who I am as a person. Uh, let, let's hear what you got to say, uh, Scolzi. This was this was a bit shocking yesterday, and obviously, some of his peers immediately came out and were like, "Hey, dude, I I don't know what you're hearing, but you should stop listening to them." Yeah, so, okay, so I'm going to take this tactfully and carefully because I agree with you. We shouldn't attack anybody. I don't want to start mob mentality. I don't want people to attack Andy. And what I'm about to say is going to be based on Andy's actions yesterday. Old Andy, he's credible, good sources, good guy, good journalist. So anything I'm about to say is about new Andy (laughs) because I think there is a new Andy now based on everything that happened. So what happened yesterday was ridiculous. I'm censoring words I want to say because I want to be family friendly, but to go out and say what he did and then try to say a source told him that is in, this is the most polite way I can say this, a top tier disrespectful lie to the entire community. There are actual other insiders who came immediately out and said there is 100% no way a source told you these words. So that means Andy literally went on there, said something he knew would get people riled up, said something he knew would get some clicks, and he actually did so by claiming an inside source, a pundit, which is the correct, incorrect term to use, told him this information. And then what happened? Other people came forward. They said, uh, there's absolutely no way anyone told you this. And he nuked his Twitter account into private mode, and he's trying to take it all back a certain step. Now, I am not as familiar with Andy as some people, so I can't necessarily say how credible his past is, but it seems like he's pretty legit. But this type of thing is something I would expect from somebody on 4chan. This type of thing is someone I would expect from someone that goes over to Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit saying their Mm -hmm. grandpa is Microsoft and they told them this. This (laughs) is something I would expect from low-tier, half-assed journalists who are in fear of not growing quickly enough. He didn't need to do this. I don't understand what motivation there was behind this. I have a theory because he was one of the people that came forward and said the Starfield showcase is coming soon. He started getting picked up on. People started tweeting about it, talking about how he said that. He got in some headlines from Game Rant as being the source of this. I don't think he had any source at all on this earth anywhere unless he's doing some Doctor Strange crap and communicating with another dimension where this is happening. No source told him this, period. Period, because it's ridiculous to think that because of an ABK deal not going through that Xbox would then just say, okay, we're done. We're going to sell. The only meaningful explanation of this is he wanted to get some of that hate-driven clicks. But that's just weird because he, I look back through his old posts. He didn't seem like that kind of guy. So I am extremely disappointed, not only from a journalistic perspective, but also from a community member, because to lie to drive clicks is one of the lowest things you can do in this industry. And it happens. You know, there's, there's been other big insiders who I won't name who have done that and have gotten called out on it. I would 
before I would do a video on Andy's statement, I would do a video on the mating habits of snails. I would not give that any attention whatsoever because it's playing into the nonsense. I there's so many things I want to say <laughs> that would that would be extra extra spicy salsa. But what was he thinking? What was he thinking? He didn't need to to sink to such low levels. He should have just said this is an opinion of his. He should have just said, I think Microsoft has a chance of selling if ABK doesn't go through. He could have done that. He, he would have still gotten plenty of attention, maybe not as much of attention as he did now. But look how bad it backfired on him. His credibility is now in the tank. Uh, multiple real insiders immediately called him out on it, like publicly, and now his Twitter account is private. That is not the actions of a man who believes in his own statement. That's the actions of someone who is retreating from the front lines and trying to come up with a regrouping strategy now as, as how they can re-enter the industry. I am I, I was so appalled by this yesterday that ever since that, that tweet went up, I have been nothing, I've done nothing but think about it nonstop. I've been not, done nothing but just loathe on the thought that somebody could sink so low somebody with a following so credible would just do that like it just blows my mind this this xbox hate narrative has grown to the point now to where it is it, it, it's weaponized to the point to where people see it, it it's the easy low-hanging fruit they can pick and just hand out to people and they'll love it and it, it's it's tempting, I'm sure, for a lot of content creators and journalists to have an easy button, right? You hit the easy button, you get a lot of views. Sure, you're going to ostracize some of your community, but you're going to grow bigger than what you will lose by hitting yep. this button. And Andy yep. hit the button. <laughs> he hit the yep. button, and now he's running away from it. And it's it's just, it's embarrassing. It's cringe. It's dishonest. And those are that's basically where I got to leave it before I start getting into something that's attacking his character. Uh, yeah, you know what, dude? Who, uh, you, you just knocked it out of the park. I, I, I think that's uh, how, how you, I'll, I'll say this right now. What we just saw were two professionals who don't have uh, a professional title in gaming, right? We don't, we don't have titles. We are podcasters, we are community members. And you just saw Retri and Skolzi do. Not only the honorable thing, but do the right thing. And I, you know what? I, that's news to me, uh, Skolzi, because I didn't even know he, he he moved his account into private. And yeah. that's obviously because he set the internet on fire. Now, was that his purpose? Apparently so. Um, and unfortunately, it's again. I, I'm still going to read the VGC. I'm still going to click on their their. I like I like. Andy as a person, I'm just, I am just as, as a, as a, Bad I don't want to say a fellow journalist. I'm not a journalist. I'm a podcaster. I do this for the love of this industry. I'm very fortunate. Again, if you're, if you're finding the channel for the first time, I'm the old dude in the room. I've been gaming since 78. Uh, I, 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 I call it a privilege, mm -hmm. not a right, but a, an absolute privilege to, have witnessed gaming from its birth, from sticks and dots to what we're getting now. And it's it's something I wish everyone could experience. Not a lot of people are as old as I am. We have a lot of people, older people in the chat uh, that I'm good friends with, um, but I'm very fortunate. So when I come out here for one of the five shows I do live, just on my character, mm -hmm. I take this stuff super serious. Like, ask anyone that works with me 
my show notes used to be essays that you'd write for school uh, until I was pulled to the side by Cognito and King. They're like, hey, boom, listen, we love you. We got to shrink it down a little bit. I, I don't I don't want to have to get a degree in, you know, reading arts to read your show notes. So now they're they're compressed. But not for myself. I still write them because I like writing. I take this stuff incredibly serious, folks. Even even at the size of the channel, I think anyone that podcasts should take that. Now, is that everybody? No. And I don't hold anybody to a higher candle but myself, which is fine. But listen, Steele, let, let's let's bring you in on the conversation. Uh, there, there was a bit of irresponsibility displayed yesterday yeah. by a lead so. voice of VGC. Now, again, I see a lot of people going back and forth. Well, boom, you don't know if it's not true. Uh, it's not true. I, I, I am telling you, when you see Tom Warren immediately post a rebuttal, uh, when you see Randall Thor, who never gets into the drama, and, and Jez Corden shot it down immediately, you saw, a, I mean, I'm not going to go over the list of how many people said that this was shenanigans or BS at best. Um, I understand it's a business, Steel. I, I, I'm not again. I say this all the time. I'm not a boob. I understand we got to, you know, these these sites got to make money. They got to bring, they got to drive um, clicks to their site. But at the same time, there is something called journalistic integrity that seems mm-hmm. to have been left off the table in the definition of what some of these people do. Christopher Dring being one of them. Mm-hmm. He works and writes for GI.biz. That is a prominent paper or website i say paper because i'm old in the industry and he writes again his opinion he's entitled to it but in the last week alone that dude has gone on a rant on how bad subscription services are and -hmm. he's even speaking for devs and -hmm. i know he's not speaking for for any devs that i know because anyone you speak to that has worked with xbox you know specifically with xbox game pass has nothing but roses for the uh, for the whole scenario, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again, he's he's a fanboy. He has a voice, and he's put he's been putting out hit piece after hit piece, and I expect that from him. I when he writes something, I'm like, well, that's just Christopher Drang. That's just what he does. Mm-hmm. Andy's thing yesterday, very very shocking. I'm interested to get your opinion on this. So, the things that Andy said yesterday are definitely. I don't know if it necessarily takes away his credibility, but it definitely takes. Uh, it it makes you look at his decision-making skills, right? right? Um, Especially with somebody that's in that in that form of power and has been doing it and has been in the industry so long. Um, That's one of those things because fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you choose to look at it, you can say that he was given that information by someone who is in the industry um, that may feel that way and they could be friends. So that might have helped a little bit of extra umph there with him um but mm-hmm. overall as somebody who's been in the industry and knows kind of how gaming works per se um i would imagine that once you're given that information you sat with it for an hour or so and you would like ah i just don't think that makes any sense um so that's why i personally would say yeah the decision making side of it is extremely questionable now for boom i i i, I do ride with you in the fact that i do think vgc themselves um have been if any of them, the one of the more credible sites. Um, you talk about them all the time on living, uh, living screen, all the time. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, outside of things like LogNet or if you want to go to season gaming or anything like that, with the you know the community hosted sites. But um, as far as VGC goes, there there are very reputable sites. So for, when you see something like this that is an extreme misfire, um, it does it can't throw people in the flames. And then to add on with you, what you guys are speaking on, um, as far as addressing the on uh, the Xbox hate or the Microsoft hate or whichever the case. Um, that's just going to continue to be a thing because Microsoft is Microsoft. Um, unfortunately, Xbox yeah. is always going to get that side eye. And that's something that I have since Xbox is since Microsoft had created Xbox and they've created this whole online gaming thing and just their aspect on um, how they're trying to make their own mark within the gaming space. Uh, I've always held a special part of myself for microsoft because of those facts right um and unfortunately because of past dealings they they're going to continue to get that side eye and it is unfortunate that an american company in america um is going to have less credibility than a japanese company um just because of a particular piece of plastic or hardware and I, honestly i always say this because it's beyond just playstation um when you think of sony it goes back for a lot of people um so it's, it's just that brand recognition again that i always speak on too so on one hand, for me, because when you look at his tweets, which you can't now because they are protected, um, but what he stated in his tweets were, regardless of Spencer's words, I know a, not, a lot of industry pundits think MS selling off Xbox is a genuine possibility should this deal be blocked. Now, he says, I still expect it to go through with concessions. So in already in his tweet, you see him kind of second guessing himself, saying, yeah, hey, I'm writing this, but um, at the same point, I still expect it for it to go through. Then he goes on to say, because he kind of doubled down on it, um, he says, capitalism has proven time and time again that conventional yep. logic really doesn't matter much. If the graph doesn't point up enough, I don't expect it to happen, but I can say with authority that some important people do, which is extremely fair for him to say. People can feel that way. People, But again, it also lends more credibility, though, that there are people who do hate on one side versus the other side mm. or ha have a strong opinion for one side versus the other side. And this is forever going to be the case, just like it is for sports team, like it is for cars, like it is for any of your favorite branding topics. This is always going to be a thing. Um, again, the main thing for me is just his decision making skills in this scenario, because it's like, man, if you would have literally just sat there with that information for a second, man, like, right. I, look, I'm, I am, I'm the top guy of EGC. I, I, I think I, I know the industry a little bit. I, I'm not really biased to one side or the other, uh, quote unquote, at least I shouldn't be. And I just don't see Xbox shuttering its doors because of one deal. Right. Um, now, again, not saying that it's not a possibility, but just using a little bit of common sense, it's very unlikely in my personal opinion, which is why I have to agree that it just wasn't the smartest thing for you to make these statements. Now, with that said, there's another side of that conversation where there is because I play two sides of this, right? Because I came, I've come up with the internet. I understand how the internet works. I understand how the people talk on the internet. Um, and no matter what I say, if I believe in the things that I say, then there's no reason for me to hide my account. There's no reason for me to go put, uh, cower like a, like a dog now in a corner. Um, and, and, you know, 
get up in a ball and cry for my mommy and block all my social media because people are all of a sudden attacking me for an opinion um, or of something that I felt I was um, was important that I was being told. That, right. like Daniel mentioned earlier, um, and Rich, you hit it on too, is that that tells me that there may be something deeper rooted there and you could have possibly done this for another reason. Clicks, attention, and maybe your site didn't get the necessary traffic this month because as much as we might appreciate VGC as a gaming conglomerate more so, um, an aggregation for pulling news in, uh, maybe not a lot of people are coming in. And yeah, maybe this we don't know way. their numbers, right? I don't Still, know. We have no right. clue what their numbers right. are. So exactly. So that could be a high possibility. Again, I try to tr look at it from multiple facets because people do crazy things all the time, especially when dire situations, not saying that this is the case, but it can, but if there's a lot of cred credibility there that says, I don't know, man, um, what were you thinking? And is there something else going on behind the scenes? Nudge, right. nudge, but uh, you know, come talk to me in the DMs or something. I don't know. Um, that's just kind of my thoughts on it. It's like I a judgment it. thing. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, I think it's yeah. more disappointing. It was just a bad it's, judgment exactly. call, I think, by, exactly. by Andy. I, I, I want to say I, he's a liar. You know right. what I mean? I don't know if I necessarily do believe it, but it's, it's more like his judgment is now, his credibility is, is a little hurt here, I think. So, yeah. Right. I, I'll say opinion. this. I, I've gotten lots of tips, folks. Uh, I've, I have a particular source that gives me stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, some of the stuff that I've sat on, I got that spider sense feeling. Like, I get it, right? I, I, I get this piece of information, and like, boom. This this isn't a trust me, bro. This is someone, like, legitimately, <laughs> we talk in DMs all the time. He has incredible sources, and he drops stuff. Not, not a lot of things, but he drops some things in there. And some of the things that I could have broken, I was slow, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. This is whenever I get that feeling, I just rather lose, folks. Mm -hmm. I, I just rather lose. And I have. I've had I've I've been given information before on something that someone else would break and and I could have broken it. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that probably would have garnered some significant movement for the channel. Because we're closing on twelve on twelve K. A lot of new faces here, um, which is great. I, I love it. If you if you have if you're not subscribed, please consider we are 168 subs away from 12k it's not a lot nice uh if you want to help us get there it would be greatly appreciated love to hit 12k I, I you know i've already scheduled uh or i put out there to the ether that we'd like to hit 15k this year i don't know it's it's, it's a lofty goal to get you know three plus thousand in a year but you know we're doing it the grassroots style and hopefully uh people you know come along for the ride uh daniel i, I want to go to you on this you know um one of the things that's most interesting about gaming reporting or gaming news, uh, specifically with the with the age that we're living in, is information is readily available at a click. Uh, you can find numbers, you can find stats. Um, shout out to Alexio Greek in the chat who dropped a really interesting tidbit. He said that in 2021, Xbox the Xbox division made record profits, like record profits in 2021 and he probably knew that as being a fan of xbox or maybe he looked it up by just clicking in how much money did microsoft make in 2021 right or xbox and the information was there uh it they not only won publisher of the year uh but they were breaking records uh internally for you know game sales and subscription services and 
and engagement and things of that nature, all the important things that make you um, a lot of money in the business. I'm sure Andy is well aware of this. Um, I'm interested to get your take. Everyone has some, had some really great points, but I'm interested to get yours. I mean, were, were you a bit taken back, you know, considering the status quo that is VGC? Because I've said it before. Uh, I'm hoping at some point that they get as big as IGN, just not in the way that IGN has gotten big by using hate and hate mongering as uh, as, as a, a you know as a tool to you know gain people to click on their site. Uh, what what are your thoughts on this, uh, Andy? I mean, um, um, Andy and hey, Daniel. Mike, Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Wait, you're Andy? Oh, <laughs> matrimony! I shouted him out. Sit, Sorry. I've been sitting here. We're here, and you guys bash me this whole time. <laughs> it's, you know, it's and I and I, I won't talk about it too much because I don't know. It, there's a solid chance that we've already given it more time than it probably deserves. But it's it is that thing where it's just like. If you post something and you're like, hey, I'm pretty sure this is true. And then basically every other journalist in your in your comments is like, it's not, though, then you're probably not doing something right. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just sort of normal to want to double check your sources before you post something like that. So. But <laughs> there is definitely that that situation where, you know, people just want to post things that'll get clicks and this is definitely going to get a lot of clicks um and you know it, it is a unfortunate reality of the, of the matter that you know posting things that are anti-xbox tend to get a lot of those cool. clicks right and i do think that that's going to start turning around with with xbox sort of making a push in this new generation to have a voice in the in the games industry because really the games industry has only been led by playstation and nintendo for the last 20 years xbox has just kind of been around so mm -hmm. you know i'm excited to see what it's going to look like with them actually having a say in what's going on um but you know that that's sort of track record of people writing what are effectively hit pieces on xbox because if you just write things and you don't check your sources or anything like that it's it's a hit piece uh you know i i think that is going to turn around but it's going to take some time it's going to be really slow it's going to be like teaching your mom how to use an iPad slow. Like it's going to take a long time. And she's going to be <laughs> calling you and she's going to be like, Daniel, am I doing the FaceTime right? And the camera's going to be so close. You can count her nose hairs. And you're like, no, this is it. That's oh, not, that. this oh, ain't FaceTime. God. I don't know what's happening. It's funny because it's true. Uh, yeah. It's, it, you know, it's good. It's a, it's a mess and it's going to take a long time to probably sort it out. Um, as far as being like specifically disappointed in, in VGC, not, I'm not really, you know, like I'm not surprised to see this sort of thing get published pretty much anywhere. Cause the fact of the matter is like, it, it does get clicks, you know, I've never necessarily understood why people do that. Like I've never been one of those people who is out trying to chase clout or anything like that. And, you know, you could say the same thing about leakers and, and I've never really understood that either. I mean, if, if, Obsidian's Fergus Ur Urquhart showed up on my front door and was like, hey, we're making another New Vegas. And he handed me a preview build of it. No one would hear a damn thing. I'd be sitting in my apartment playing it for the next month just by myself. I don't even know if I'd go to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but that's just me. I, I, I really don't have a whole lot else to add to it. You know, it, it, I don't know that it's uh, necessarily worth anybody, you know, 
reaching I mean, out listen, to Andy it's, and it's, trying to correct him or anything like that. I, right. I don't think it's you know, I genuinely I think they probably the fact that he has put his his Twitter into private mode or whatever means that he was already getting a lot of that. And oh yeah, uh, I would really appreciate if if everyone here today knew to just like not do that. Yes, um, I agree. It's not in the same way that posting a, a, a you know an article without checking your sources and just writing some hit piece is not okay. It's also not okay to you know tr- track somebody down or try and dox them or do anything like that. Right, to, right. To get back at them. So hopefully our audience knows that that's not okay on any level. But I mean, yeah, I don't really have much else to add to it. No, no, I mean, it's a great way to close out the topic. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Salt the Fries 86. Love the name. Uh, he says this. I was a managing editor at, a, at the biggest media company uh, in, in Poland. And unfortunately, I've had nothing but Christopher Drings in my newsroom. And that is unfortunate. Uh, that is the way uh, this generation of journalists have become. Uh, they are clickbait driven. Uh, they are not, in, they are not in, in, in entirely... Uh, it's not entirely important enough to report the news. It's entirely important to them to report news that will generate a click. And if that means bashing X versus Y, then they're going to do it. Uh, uh, again, that's why journalistic integrity uh, has gone completely out the window. And w- welcome to the program, brother. And here is, this is not a topic. This is a, this is a, a just a kind of, you know, drive the point home with journalism. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we learned, folks, that Redfall was, uh, that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very excited for this game, and I'm going to play it in single player. <laughs> uh, we learned uh, from the team that the game needed an always online connection, even when you were playing single player. And the internet, as we know it, lost their shit. Uh, everyone, as anyone, wrote a hit piece on how bad this was for gaming, how disappointing this was for gaming, how um, you know this this they need to do something about this because I want to play offline. And I mean, listen, I, I I've as long as there's been online, I've been playing online. I know that it's not for everybody, but if you are not in a country that has uh, stable internet service, well, then you're not used to that. So this is, should be no big surprise. Um, and well, you know what was interesting? And it just goes to show you how Sony does have their thumb on the entire industry. Uh, and that bully-like, if you, if you say something out of turn, I will cut you down where you stand. What am I talking about? Well, uh, we saw last week's Sony's state of play. Now, it's going to go from a 1 to 10 for everybody in the community, whether you thought it was a 1 or you thought it was a 10. That's your opinion. I'm not here to judge it. Uh, but one of the games that we did see uh, was Suicide Squad. Now, for me personally, it is rock steady. I am very excited that they were working on a any game, to be honest with you. Though, after seeing the game, um, it's I'm probably still getting it. I don't know if I'm getting it day one. Uh, it's one of those games where uh, it, it appears that during development, they kind of painted themselves into a corner. Uh-huh. And as if you're a fan of the Suicide Squad, and I am, um, you know that the characters vary in powers. They're not all shooty, shooty, bang, bang characters. Uh-huh. They're just not. They, yes, they have sev- several of them, which you are seeing in this game. But it has a lot of 
of characters that have incredible powers and magic for some extent, and we're not getting any of that. Um, they are going up against the uh, the Justice League, which is, I mean, you would you would hope that they would have high powered characters, and they don't. Um, but one of the things that came out that no one seemed to make a big deal over or mention was the fact that hey, this game is always online, and mm-hmm. if you want to play multiplayer, you got to have an online connection. You want to play a single player? Guess what, folks? Just like Redfall, you need to have an online connection. Uh-huh. So why wasn't the the torches and pitchforks brought out for Rocksteady? Why weren't the, anyone talking about it? You know, you know why? Because it's uh, it's a game being uh, uh, um, backed by Sony, by Sony PlayStation. They have the marketing rights. They have had the marketing rights. They're out there banging the drum about how great this game is going to be. And if you were a news site that came out and said, hey, wait a second, this doesn't sound right, you would probably be, now be blackballed or blacklisted, if you will. Um, so it just goes, again, it's, it's the way the media seems to move. Uh, when it's Xbox, it's bad. When it's PlayStation, well, we can't say anything because I'm afraid. Um, and that's, I mean, again, small tangent. But I'm just saying, there, there, there's the proof in the pudding. Um, but I do want to talk about the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and that is Starfield. Uh, and, of course, I brought Skullsy TV uh, in specifically because, well, he's known as Mr. Bethesda. Um, we had heard from uh, pretty much a lot of people, including Andy Robinson, for that matter, that, uh, that the news drop of the uh, showcase... Uh, the developers direct, as it's called, uh, was going to be in, imminent. We were going to learn about this. I expect, honestly, I expected it Monday morning. Uh, we didn't get it yesterday. Uh, we got something totally different. Uh, and then, of course, I was like, "Well, it's going to come today for sure," uh, because you know they, they got they got to address this. They got they got to let people know. But that didn't happen. Um, I, I'm interested to get what you have heard. Um, you know. We know that it's not coming in March. All the marchers hang your head in shame. I'm one of them. I thought for sure this was coming out in March. You know, it is what it is. It's not. Um, I would have loved it to release in March, but it's just not. It's probably going to be, the rumor is, June, the end of June, maybe June 29th. I've heard that number float around. Uh, It is as close to the end of the, the, the 12 months as you could possibly get. It's like on the edge of madness. You know, the 29th is the 30th, and if it's if it comes after... The 30th, which would be the first, it's off the cliff. Um, and it would fall out of that 12-month um, you know, pattern or you know, ideology that uh Microsoft set forth last E3. Um when do we get this? Skullsy. Yeah, so so to touch on things first, this is something a lot of the uh the insiders don't want to get wrong. This is like the thing they absolutely don't want to put something out there. And then have it not happen. Uh, even if they did hear something and it changes uh, behind the scenes, they don't want that to happen. They want to make sure they don't accidentally say something that can change or that isn't true. Uh, I've talked to a few people uh, in DMs um, actually before uh, before um, Jez came out and initially said said everything about the showcase coming soon. I I, I didn't want to be the one to drop that first. <laughs> so so I went on Twitter and I I did a little World War II song uh about march about people marching and I put march in all caps and it seemed like people picked up on it. Uh but then Jess came out and said what he said on his show later. 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of hearing the same stuff other people are hearing. Um, I'm not sure if I'm not supposed to say some of this or not, but I'm just going to go ahead and then open the door and say it. What I heard is there is going to be an Xbox Direct style event and, and, and Starfield will be at this event. From what I understand, it's supposed to get announced this week. Uh, the, the showcase announcement is going to be this week. Uh, Bethesda generally does these types of announcements on either Tuesdays or Thursdays traditionally. Um, I was expecting it to happen today because usually if you want journalists and uh, news and content creators to cover the announcement, you want to do it earlier in a week, right? But mm -hmm. it very well could come tomorrow uh, because it's the first tomorrow and for some reason they want it to be in March, the announcement. But, but what I heard is it's going to be an Xbox-style direct event. Uh, Starfield will be the main, the main uh, squeeze of this event and it's supposed to be mid-March. Uh, I'm looking at like March 15th or so for it. And we will get the Starfield showcase or the Starfield release date at the showcase as well. Now, normally with my channel and stuff like this, I always say, take it with a grain of salt, rub the salt in your eyes, fill your swimming pool with salt and jumping. You know, whatever you need to do, just, just make sure you know it's a rumor because people want this game. People want to hear about this game. This is the game that will make the internet explode just because someone changed the code in Starfield Steam db page like anything starfield trends instantly uh so bethesda knows this as well and Bethesda's actually playing with us right now because bethesda nordic uh put up a tweet saying something about april 21st yeah. and then they got everyone excited and then it turned yeah. out that yeah it was a fashion Come show on. and i actually said why not just say it was a fashion show i replied exactly. to them and they replied to me saying what's the fun in that so bethesda knows exactly. we saw that i saw that tweet <laughs> They, they they know and they're, they're playing with us a little bit which is fine let them have their fun you yeah. know what i mean but 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 essentially bethesda knows people want to hear about this game so they want everything to go perfectly especially with with the trend of microsoft xbox hate it's going to get thrown it's going to get pieced uh, picked apart you know any little negative even if there isn't a negative to really focus on someone's going to find one somewhere and it's going to be a 10-page article about it so so bethesda wants to make sure that this is the absolute everything goes absolutely perfectly with this but like like i was saying earlier normally you know i i'm like take it with a grain of salt but but this rumor i'm putting my chips on the table i'm almost all in that we will get the showcase announcement this week and the showcase will be in march now what that means for the release date is a whole different can of worms right theoretically theoretically marchers don't need to necessarily give up completely because they could do the showcase mid-march and announce the release date a couple weeks out do i think that's going to happen probably not i don't think so at all i think they're going to want to have six to ten weeks after the showcase to just get a little bit final uh, marketing push in there and then i think they're going to release it at the end of june now i hope they're going to release it at the end of june because i'll be in los angeles uh at E3 in June. Yes, we're going like to make a bit. We're mm -hmm. going to make it our business to meet up in real life person because I'm going to be yes. there as well. Yes. I am super hyped to meet a bunch of people, especially you. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope they don't release the game while I'm out there or before <laughs> because then I'm not going to be able to play it or talk about it. Right. And, and I'd like there to be like a Starfield centered like event or something uh, at E3 as well. Um, so so the release date's an entirely different story but if the showcase is next month it seems like bethesda is going to hit that six uh the, the first half of, of 2023 yes. announcement so i don't think the delay is going to happen uh delay is definitely off the table unless bethesda decides to push it for some reason which would make sense 
But no, the, all these rumors going around about the showcase coming soon, I'm invested in them. I've heard similar things. Uh, I've heard stuff from trusted people uh, who I who I believe uh, say the same thing. Uh, but yeah, to, to finalize it, this is something the insiders don't want to get wrong. Mm-hmm. So you might have seen, otherwise you may have seen people say more about this publicly than, than we're getting. But uh, I trust Jez Corden. You know, I trust Rand, Elthor. Uh, those two guys usually have never let us down in the past. Nope. And if Jez says something's happening regarding this game and he's willing to put a little bit of his credibility on the line to publicly say that in his podcast, that's that's a big thing. Um, so, yeah, we're probably less – we could be less than 24 hours away from the announcement. We could be less than 48 hours from the announcement. But the announcement's coming this week. I'm super hyped for it. I've been I've been watching this game since it was just a trademark, and it feels yep. surreal to to be this close. So, so yeah, everyone, uh, hold down your expectations, but but don't worry. Is are my words of wisdom. <laughs> nah, it's good stuff. I mean, listen, I it, 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 trust me. I I I use you as a source because you have incredible connections, okay. uh, and and you you're, you you have been very r- rarely wrong yourself, and and like. Uh, many others who will immediately run to the interweb to post something, you do your due diligence to make sure that you're going to get it right. Uh, you check with source one, two, and three, and if it's consensus, you're like, yeah, I- I'm comfortable enough to then drop this information. That- that's why I started following you, started I subscribed to your channel, and here we are all those years later. We're working together, which is amazing. Uh, listen, before it. we bring in... Daniel McGee on the conversation. I got to catch up on Super Chats. There's been a ton of them. The first one of the day comes to us from our very good friend of the program, Black Sausage. Drops a five dollar Super Chat and says, ready to eat a delicious (laughs) space fish meal and wash it down with some hard uh, skooma. (laughs) Speak that joke, I've corrupted my skooma jokes. There you go. Uh, Lucius... Lucius Mesh has been a pause, a big pause right there. <laughs> Drops a, a, a $2 super chat. Thank you for the generosity, uh, Lu- uh, Lucius. He says, PlayStation has 150 million people to click on anti-Xbox Microsoft uh, news, uh, I guess he was news articles. He adds, uh, I mean, that's, <clears throat> I mean, look, I, I'll say this about the PlayStation community. Um, to suggest that anyone or any group is bad is a, terrible mistake one you should not make putting everyone of any race creed color sexual orientation under umbrella Mm. is wrong don't do that uh i i mean listen i i'm just telling you you can do what you want i'm just i i just think that that that's a bad ideology the entire playstation fan base is not bad uh there are a lot of people that i know that are great playstation uh, representatives um but there are a lot of really loud small minority of just horrible people every community has them playstation happens to have some of the loudest that just say egregious things and when they say these egregious things they actually do me a huge favor they show themselves off to the world and i hit block and i clean up my timeline so they just do me a favor when you are an a-hole and i don't care what community you're from when you're out there you know pushing hate or narratives that i think that are driven by um you know Bad ideologies, you do me a huge favor. I just block you. Or and for the and and again, I don't like blocking because it, it, it's drama. So most of the time I'll just mute. But if you're just a heinous human being, you get the block. And if you're saying things that are anything racial, sexual orientated, or I, I report you immediately because I'm not gonna stand for that. I that's the popo in me. I, I just I just can't not help, <laughs> you know, being the good guy. I'm sorry, that's just who I am. But 
Daniel, before we get to you, let me just continue with these Super Chats. Uh, Michael Mooney drops a very generous five-pound Super Chat and says, while everyone is reporting on the Xbox sale, no one is talking PlayStation VR 2.0 or Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, it's true. I mean, no, no one's talking about PlayStation VR, and not because I don't think the hardware is great. I just think that none of the games are are like jumping off, well, I got to get this $600 device for this one game. I thought that was going to be Horizon. I think it looks terrible. Uh, I'm sorry, I just really do. So I'm not buying that 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 piece of hardware. Um, and as for Final Fantasy 16, well, if you're a PlayStation fan, good for you. Uh, I'm a PlayStation fan. I'm not buying that game. Um, 15 didn't do it for me, and I'll see how this looks. This looks a little different. Looks a little like it might be more action based. So I'll I'll check out the reviews. I'll you know I'll, I'll you know tune into the ACGs and uh, the skill ups and see what they say about the game and. Maybe I'll get catch it on sale or something. Um, that's why no one's talking about those two things because they are, uh, you know, the exclusivity part of uh, it's only on PlayStation at least for the first six months, and then it comes to PC. Uh, it's not, it's never coming to Xbox. So if you if you like Final Fantasy, fortunately you're gonna have to buy a PlayStation Five. Um, Drawn TJ drops a very generous five dollars super chat, super chat and says in 2017 the Xbox division was reported uh, reportedly worth. $571 billion. It's probably triple that right now. Uh, I, I, again, I don't have the stats, but if, you, if that's what you're saying, I believe you. Uh, and yes, it's probably worth triple that, or at least double by now. Uh, Highlander001, generous friend of the program, drops a $10 super chat and says, Afternoon booming panel. If he wrote that as a story, someone above him would want to know the source. He put that out there as a tweet. So yeah, he will be questioned. And he and VGC just lost all credibility. Well, they they certainly lost a lot of credibility over that. Iman Burns, who's been a channel member for 13 months. Iman, welcome, brother. He says this, no matter what happens, Sony F themselves. Bobby isn't going to like what Sony is doing. Talk about burning bridges. Sony loses big. Nice show, boom. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I, I think the scorched earth mentality that Sony has taken is going to backfire. It's going to blow. It's going to explode in their face. I, I really do think that. Uh, Michael G. drops a very generous two dollars of chat, and he says Nvidia GeForce now is advertising Xbox. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they've they've been on a, a social media tear. Yeah, partnership. Uh, yeah, that that partnership is a big deal. Um, specifically, though, uh, as great as it's going to be to get Xbox games there, and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's the Call of Duty factor. Remember, the, the Activision Blizzard had pulled all their games from GeForce now, uh, and now they're getting them back again. It's a it's a big deal. It, it, it is a monster deal. Highlander001 drops out an additional $5 super chat and says, that tweet by Andy put that uh, that Andy put out did affect Microsoft stock prices this morning. He cost Microsoft millions of dollars uh, when, uh, when, when he... Yeah, yeah uh, it, this morning when when the when when the market opened, I Jeez. did not know that. That is, wow, that's irresponsible. Um, that that's absolutely irresponsible. And uh, if that that fact happened, I'm sure that Microsoft is looking at him with the stink eye. Um, but you know, listen, it is what it is. He did what he did, and obviously, he should have just taken the heat. If he's he's in the press for a long time, he understands it. Closing your account is not the answer. Hitting this head on and doing a rebuttal, doing a, a you know open open op. Hey, listen, guys, I got it wrong. I apologize. Mm -hmm. That's what you're supposed to do, even if it hurts. 
you get out there and you and, and you apologize. Um, it's okay to be wrong. It's not okay to be stupid. Uh, or I will just say turn that. off your notifications. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I agree. You're I, in I, the I, industry, you're gonna get heat. We get heat. We shut down my account. I've gotten death you know, threats. It, for it's funny. I don't like, know what I. I don't know what I talked <laughs> about. Registry. I, I lost like 20 subs. I when I when I announced that I was 141 away, and now I'm like 170 away. People are like, yeah, I'm gonna get you. Boom. I'm gonna unsubscribe. Okay. I mean, what do you, what what are you going to do? Okay. Sorry if you don't. You know, I get scolded by Randolph all the time. He says, "We don't ask for clicks and people to sub. They don't." So I learned from the best, and he's he's closing in on 100k. So um, I'm going to take the advice of of the master, if you will. Um, let's yeah, see, if, King if you Web. Look at all the biggest YouTube <laughs> channels, they all they always have that call to action. I've I've never understood the the comments that are like, "I can't believe that you're asking for people to subscribe to you," and it's like, you know what? I want to do this professionally, right? Like you know that it does become a business. Yes, people don't pay attention. So it's like if you don't say it, they're not think they may not think about it, right? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten yeah. to hit the like button, and I'm on the show. So yeah, you got to remind <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, there, well, there you go. Uh, listen, it is what it is. Danny Passion official drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Why didn't he speak before the before the Phil interview?" BS. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's it's the, the interview that he was referring to is what Andy quoted. Uh, he's quoted his whole his whole scenario. I don't regardless of what Phil says. Uh, I heard from pundits, and that interview right. was a New York Times yes. uh, sit down interview. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think that you know, in retrospect of it all, I know that he's having doubts, not because he's getting hate. And I will say this, please, folks, don't make threats, man. Don't don't go out there and threaten people's lives and all their families. These are people. They have feelings. They get afraid, and you can get yourself in big trouble. And you know, people and mess up too. Yeah, like, people make you're mistakes. Not, you're not flawless. Yes. People, yes. people yes. f up. I've effed up. We all have. Like we absolutely have. We, we absolutely you know. have. Um, but uh, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, King Webb, who's been a member for a month of uh, who's uh, he didn't actually say anything. Oh, well, King Webb, welcome, brother. Glad, glad that you're here, and thank you for becoming a channel member. I do greatly appreciate that. Gamers Play Hud Zero, who's been a channel member for over a year, drops a $5 of jet and says, boom, I am 45, and I've been gaming a long time. I have never, ever seen such despicable journalism. Game Pro, Game Fan, EGM, they need to take notes. Yeah, those are some of the classics. Uh, you, you remember Gamers Republic? One of my favorite. It, it only had a couple of years run. It had the greatest paper. Like I, I'm, I'm a print guy, so I like to, like to. I collected them. I still have them in storage. Uh, one of Gamers Republic, one of my favorite print magazines, dude. It was so good. Uh, Highlander 001 drops an additional five dollars of chat and says, "Boom, me and Sony um, uh, Nakamura." Uh, need to settle an argument. What's what's better, chicken and waffles, me or pancakes and ice cream? Sony, what do you say? Chicken and waffles. I have to go with chicken and waffles. I'm sorry. Uh, I like pancakes, but pancakes and ice cream. Oh God, I don't know. I've never tried it, but I've had tried chicken and waffles, and it's something about the combination together that just you, you can't do that. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sony. Uh, Nakamura drops a two dollar super chat and says, Pancakes and ice cream, shout it out. 
I love they, it. They got on something it. with pancakes and waffles and shit. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, you know what? We'll take it. We'll take it. It's engagement. We we love it. Right. As long as people aren't calling each other names, this is this is yeah. a fun conversation. Elemento drops a very oh, who's been a channel member for eleven months. Thank you for that, brother. He says, "Afternoon gamer, so funny to see Sony just sweep the last state of play under the rug and back to business. Keep that energy." Yeah, I think they they were even disappointed with it. I'm sorry. I, I don't think it was a uh, it was a two, uh, but I definitely don't think it was an eight uh, at all. Um, but that's okay. It's fine. You know, it, they don't have a lot coming on. I mean, th- th- their one big bomb is Spider Man Two, and that is going to sell in this year probably fifteen, maybe even twenty million copies when it releases. It's going to sell gangbusters because well, Spider Man is awesome. Miles Morales is awesome. And Insomnia Games, well, they're even more awesome. Um, so I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see what the collector's edition looks like because I'll be buying that. Um, Norse Monster drops a five hours with Jensen. I work in the software industry and I see red flags with Starfield. Why hold on to a finished game this long when you're lo- when you're losing to PlayStation? I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I I don't know if this again. There's there's a lot of motivation. <laughs> um, I, I I think that this play. game needs to hit, and I don't want. I don't think Bethesda themselves want to rest on. Well, it's a Bethesda game, and it has Bethesda bugs, and we're just gonna. I don't think they want that. I think they want to come out with a product that is oh, so is. to the nose on point that if you see a bug, you're gonna be like, wow. Very surprised. Very, you know, you know what I think they want this game to to run like. Um, Hi Fi Rush, Hi Fi Rush. Oh, oh my by, god, you did not go there. No, <laughs> Hi Fi Rush is by far a I did perfect too. game. It, it is, is literally a perfect game in every way. Uh, I agree it, with you, but Bethesda, there's no. Oh my god, that there's gonna be bugs in this game. Because it's just too big. It's, right? It is. It is too big. But have bugs for sure. But but Bethesda's trying to. I think they're trying to reinvent themselves with this. It's their first new IP yeah. in over twenty five years. Twenty five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next gen game, and it's their first game on a new engine. I think this is them taking the one opportunity they've had in a long time to kind of start anew in a way. Yes, so, yeah, I agree. So, we can't necessarily compare new Bethesda to old Bethesda. We have the Microsoft partnership, a lot of new variables here. It's, it's a it's a whole different thing. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see. But but yeah, mm-hmm. I hope it's as polished as that game, because that's one of the most polished games I've literally ever I've ever played yeah, in, in very in a, and certainly so modern polished. modern gaming for sure on modern on yeah. online uh, gaming for sure. Uh, no, no doubt about that. But. Uh, listen, Daniel. You know you've been talking about uh, we we we. I mean you, but all of us have been talking about Starfield to, to the point of nauseam because it's so important. Uh, it's important to Bethesda, sure. It's important to Xbox, absolutely, because it's an exclusive. Um, but I think that ultimately it's important to the industry because it is like where uh, Scalzi just said, the first new IP for Bethesda in twenty-five plus years. This is something that Todd Howard said he's been actively thinking about for decades. And here we are potentially having it release. My question is, when do you think we're going to get this information, dude? Uh, I mean, I think I think all the, all the things people are saying about it being this week are probably pretty close to right. I mean, I don't have inside information, so I'm just going based on what I'm hearing from 
you know, Rand and Jez and all them. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually when Jez feels confident enough to put like a, a window on it, especially one this close, it's usually pretty, pretty easy to agree with him on that one. Like he's usually like, he knows what he's talking about most of the time. And so I tend to believe that it's true. I think, you know, either this week or like early next week, maybe it spills over a little bit, whatever. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for it. Like you said, I think Starfield is going to be a really big game. I think it's really important to to Xbox and to a lot of people. Um, for me, I think the thing I'm most excited about is for it to be out so we can start talking about Elder Scrolls. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. But also I want to play it a lot. So I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a big I'm I'm a big Bethesda stand, so I'm just I'm just here for whatever they're doing. Um, as far as you know, someone said that it was the Starfield showcase would have, may probably have some other stuff in it as well. I think it was Skullsy, and I feel like he would probably know. Although I think he might be running that yeah. or something right now. No, I'm uh, here. I'm here. Oh, sorry, camera's off. So I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, I think that that's a great idea. Their developer direct was a was a really big hit. I think pretty much everyone who watched it came away extremely happy with that format. Um, so, you know, I think that that's a good idea for them. I do think that probably Starfield will get more time than any of the individual games in that first one got, uh, just because it's Starfield and and our, our boy Todd likes to talk for a long time about his games, so he's probably going to talk for you know <laughs> thirty minutes or something about it. Uh, and I'll be I'll be there on the edge of my seat the whole time. I'm not gonna pay for the whole seat. I'm only gonna need the edge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm excited for it. It's I think that they're kind of riding the high from the developer direct because they put it out earlier in the year. And like I said, everyone was was really high on it. And then Nintendo came out with their direct that everyone was saying Xbox should you know mimic for the longest time. And they came out with their direct and it was fine. Like there was some good stuff in it. And then the state of play came out and the general reaction to it seemed to have been that it was almost disastrous i think it was kind of saved by having resident evil 4 in there although to be fair i think everyone had pretty much already decided whether or not they were going to buy resident evil 4 and then suicide squad was of course in there and uh, you know boy that game don't look good <laughs> i don't know <laughs> some, that game that game looks like an absolute mess uh this I'm is a little bit of sidetrack I'm, I'm it's it i don't think the gameplay looks good i don't think the dialogue looks good i, I think that they're writing themselves into a corner narratively i mean we saw in the trailer like the game is called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And in the trailer, we've already seen that they are not capable of killing the Justice League. Because, <laughs> I mean, spoilers for the trailer, I guess. But, like, Wonder Woman was in it and she took out the Flash for them. So, like, I don't know. Like, if they can't take out the Flash, I don't know what the hell they're going to do to Superman or Wonder Woman if she goes <laughs> eat bad. But, you know, I, I don't know. It looks like a mess. And then they're like, oh, it's a gas game and it's going to be always online. And I'm like, okay, so now you're putting this, you're taking this, this game, you're putting it on death row. And you're saying, who wants to date this death row inmate? And I'm looking at it, and it's like, it's not even pretty. It's not, it don't even look. <laughs> why, why am I going to go to death row to hit on this ugly Ouch. chick? Like, that's not going to happen. It's, yeah, the I game has it's been in development for eight years, folks. Um, so there's been a lot of change uh, over the course of the eight years. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it looks, it's not, certainly <laughs> not the worst thing. I'm all by thing, myself. But... Uh, you you might oh, be on this yeah. you might be on this island all by your lonesome. Yeah. Yeah, right I like it so yeah. well. All right, yeah, we get a second one. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm out for it. I, I mean, I really I hope that comes out. the whole conversation. Really liked it. You know, I, I really hope that it comes out and everyone loves it. Uh, yeah. I don't think that I probably will. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, it is what it is. Somebody earlier, actually, while we're on the topic, 
brought up uh, Final Fantasy 16. I think it's really weird that that wasn't at this state of play because mm, we only yeah. know about what two first party games that are coming to PlayStation this year. Wow, um, and I know Final Fantasy isn't first party. We know we know Spider Man. We know MLB. Although MLB is going to be a Game Pass, which may <laughs> oh, as well make it an Xbox game at this point because uh, yeah. it's launching for basically for free on Xbox, and you got to pay seventy bucks for it on PlayStation, which is so weird, so strange to me. But that should have been in their service. Again, it's it's, it's to me, it's uh, a big, that's one of those things that's a bit of a miss. That's a, but again, that's a, that's a that's a conversation for another it's very show. I, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, just because somebody earlier on a super chat said that nobody was talking about Final Fantasy 16, so so I'll talk about it real fast. Um, I think that the fact that people are, uh, you know, like boycotting Hogwarts Legacy and not Final Fantasy 16 is really funny to me. Like, I don't think I think that's really strange because Hogwarts Legacy is like, okay, we're boycotting it because somebody who wrote the original source material turns out to be kind of a crappy person meanwhile final fantasy 16 i think it was like their lead director or something came out and they're like there's no black people in this game because they don't belong in this time period it would be historically inaccurate and then you watch the trailer and there's people flying around like they're in kingdom hearts summoning Whoa. demons and phoenixes and stuff out their ass it's like oh yeah that's right. no you're right this is exactly <laughs> what king george was doing he was flying around like noctis whatever his last name was uh... Right. Summoning aeons out of the damn ground. No, you're right. No, absolutely. We all got to be white in this game. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's it, there. There's definitely a double standard in in the industry for sure. Um, uh, it's funny. And well, it, a little bit it, of tangent, but it was just, it's no, 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 no. It's okay. Different. Listen, a conversational podcast. Sometimes we go left. Sometimes we go right. Sometimes we jump jump off the edge. And I and I love it. I, I'm here for it. Uh, listen, I, again, again, Daniel, I, you, you said your piece about Suicide Squad. You, you, it's not one of your highlights of 2023. You earlier, and I was like, oh, I got to get in there. But, but we, went, <laughs> we went on to a different topic, and I needed to. I needed the to hate it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let me throw some hate yeah. there. Yeah. Step, 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 step. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, welcome home and say what you want. It's, as long as it's not, and, and it's bad. Not, that was good stuff, as always. Uh, let, oh, let's, let's bring in Steel Rain on the conversation. Yeah. Uh, this is. This is this is an, a, a conversation that that does have a lot of uh, hot topics, or hot hot opinions on. But what, what's what's yours, man? Uh set it up for me one more time, Boom. I got lost. Well, I mean, I look, track about a whole Suicide Squad conversation. Star, Starfield. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, no, it's great. This is this is this is. I mean, when you when I listen to the shows no. back, I love how these things go left and right because, like I said, we're just gamers, right? We're just having fun. We're hanging out, enjoying ourselves. Starfield is expected to drop its information this week. Right. And again, it's it's. I, I'm in the camp of uh, Scalzi and many other people. When Jez speaks, I definitely listen. Jez mm-hmm. takes his job very seriously. Uh, I can't say I remember really ever Jez getting it wrong, like going out on a on, on like like putting it out there. And when he does get it wrong, he will be the first one to be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> my source was wrong. I put it out there. I was wrong." Uh, when he 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 has a strong suspicion from people he has spoken to and he knows people within Xbox mm-hmm. probably knows people within Bethesda that, that, that information is coming out. It, it is the 800 pound gorilla in the room. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of the biggest games coming this year. Uh, maybe not for you or not so much for you for, I'm talking about, to, you know, to the near 550 people we have here. Maybe it's not for you, but it's definitely one of those RPGs that is going to be a life stealer the same yeah. way Hogwarts has stolen my soul. I have just yeah. now yeah. crossed, <laughs> Three days and fifteen hours in that game, and I'm only halfway done because I want to do 
everything. Uh, I love that game. I think it is a masterclass achievement. And 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 Starfield is expected to be similar in scope, size, maybe even in bigger. Uh, if that, if you you are flying around the universe, when do you expect us to get this information, dude? Um, I would definitely have to side along the uh, along the side of Jess Corden, um, because one of the things he famously always says on his show is it's like, you know, I'm not going to put any information out there, and it's part of his credibility, right? Um, that he can't back up with information, hard information, right? Uh, pause if you need one right there. Um. And he, he always consistently says that. And it's something that I always, every time that he says it, I, I like respect him that much more. Um, and even when he does make little slip ups, like he had the little thing with um, the Baldur's Gate 3 dev um, or it wasn't the dev directly. Um, I think it was a whatever, whichever the case. Um, but he had a little back and forth with them. And he was like, oh, OK, I'm on the, I just wanted to get the information right just so I can give give out good information. So um Starfield definitely has to make some form of an announcement soon, in my belief, just because I, I do agree with most in the fact that um, it is one of the more anticipated games, uh, first party games, especially um, this year. Right. And there's a lot riding on it in the aspect that Bethesda themselves have a lot that they want to kind of make up for, per se. And when I say that, I think that's part of the reason why the game has been. Uh, kind of put under wraps for quite some time. Um, and we spoke to it earlier about the bugs and everything. You guys saying, hey, well, I don't expect for it to at least release without bugs. And Pong has mentioned that to me multiple times as somebody who is more of a, um, I'm more on the soft side as, as far as Bethesda and Zenimax go um, for their titles and games. Uh, my closest thing I draw connections to is Elder Scrolls Online. But I am excited for the Han Solo simulator that we're so called supposedly to get. Um, and I know there, and I know the potential in that. And I think this time around, it is a perfect opportunity for uh, Todd, someone who has had this, uh, you know, this vision in his head for quite some time, has the technology at his forefront, um, and wants to put out a fully flushed out game, something that he can be one thousand percent proud of. And even if the game had a bug as soon as you started it, um, I'm pretty sure he would still be proud of it in many ways because things happen. Mm -hmm. You can't account for everything. And their games, um, this is something else that I continue to mention because I guess people forget about it, um, but the, their games are world-renowned, right? Um, people have been talking about on and off about Starfield for years at least since it was originally teased. And people do understand the what the potential of what a uh, Bethesda game could do because they're the only games that uh, where you can touch everything, where the characters are very um, unique within the world and everybody's experiences are going to be completely different. Um, there's not many open world games that you can be like, yeah, uh, my experience wasn't the same as Booms. Like, like as much as Harry Potter allows you or Hogwarts Legacy allows you to go all these different directions, at the end of the day, we're going to have the same story, right? Um, whereas in a game like Starfield, you'll have uh, maybe at some point, a thousand hours later, you might have the same story, maybe. Um, but even then, there's so many things that send you on these side quests and these side paths, and maybe you don't get the same um, and we won't find out for, I, I'd imagine, quite some time 
uh, before somebody gets to the end of it. But um, I'm looking to hear more news about Starfield soon. Again, I'm going to continue to ride the March train um, until 323-23 goes away, as the Oracle, as Pong likes to call me, because, I mean, again, I did bring up this date nine, ten months ago. Um, you sure did, we, on Living Split Screen, mind you. Yes, on Living Split Screen. Um, just based off of uh, Bethesda and Zenimax's history, right? Um, here recently, Pong has been drawing uh, attention to uh, uh, the game Obsidian. Uh, not the game Obsidian, but Oblivion. Well, I don't know why I got that mixed up. Um, but Oblivion, who had a similar situation, um, they pushed out and got pushed into March, and then they made an announcement, and then a couple weeks later, they released the game. So it's within the wheelhouse and, the, and within the realm of possibility. And I understand that some people believe that, oh, it needs to have all this marketing because, oh, games need marketing. And guys like, at least in my personal opinion, and this is just me using an educated consumer's perspective, a game like Starfield, even with two weeks, do you imagine the kind of hype that they game would draw no the matter news what would time? would be 24-7, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Consistently until the yeah. game is in people's hands, yep. so it's it's one of those things. Like, no, I'm not expecting a shadow drop, and I don't know where that came from. And I wasn't expecting necessarily <laughs> a Super Bowl announcement either, per se. Um, but I, as much as we talk about the marketing side of Xbox, I do want them to be more creative and more forefront by putting this information in front of the people. Because you can't on one side say, "Oh, we're trying to reach all these people," and then on the other side say, "Oh, you know." Um, Maybe we'll do it. Well, we might do a show about it Um, or uh, we'll tell you when we're ready. You know, you got to hype these things up. That's how you get the not only us as the hardcore gamer excited, um, but also the normal casual. Out there, so, yeah, the casual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm excited to see about it. If Jez is right and we do get an announcement for whenever the showcase is uh, great. I'm looking forward to it. I just hope that it does land on that 323 just because I think it'll be funny and light, light the Internet on fire. Mostly. <laughs> I love it. Listen, Retro, let's get you on. Look at your for you personally. You you run an incredible uh, uh, website. Uh, the website, you know, you you do a YouTube channel. You do videos every day for game. Uh, you know, for 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 Game Pass underscore daily. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be a big story for you. Uh, this is yep. one of the most anticipated games of the year. And again, I take nothing away from Tears of the Kingdom or Spider Man Two. Or any other, you know, games that are coming out that you yourself are excited for, this is a big deal. Do you hope that that news that news drops today more so than you're expecting it to follow, you know, to, to come true? Thanks to Jez Corden dropping that on that info out on the Xbox Two podcast. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely I want it to come out. I think it's coming out tomorrow. I think April Fools would be a great day to do this. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I know with the last direct they did give I'm all I'm all about like I'm kind of opposite uh, of steel like I, I do think there should be marketing uh, I, I still think it's coming out in June uh, that's just my personal belief just based on marketing and if you don't if you're not a marketing person and you don't think that makes sense then um I would I would love it to be March right I want the game to come out in March I want to be wrong. I don't want it to come near Diablo. I've said that. I don't want it to come near Street Fighter. I don't want it to come near Final Fantasy. And all these games that are coming out in June, it's a terrible month. I still think it's coming out in June, unfortunately. But I do think, uh, like Skullsy was saying, that it, it's possibly the announcement of when the show is going to happen, I think might be tomorrow um, for possibly, what would that be? Uh, two weeks later would be the 15th, because that's 
that's what they did for the last direct. And I'm, I'm going off of what they did in the past, which wasn't that long ago. So I'm thinking it's either going to be uh, March 15th or the 22nd for the show itself. So I think it will be it will be a Wednesday. Um, I'm super excited for this game. I'm going to sink hundreds of hours into it, uh, which why, you know, I don't want it. I really I want this game to be like March or April. April would April's the month I really want it to be because then it gives some cushion around all the other games that are just uh, my backlog is already getting screwed up. I'm already it, because of Hogwarts and Atomic is Heart, that, and now Wo Long. I'm loving Wo Long too. It might it, that could be another like I'm playing Hogwarts, which feels like my new Elden Ring, and now Wo Long's coming along, which also feels oh, yeah. like another yeah. Elden Ring esque game, right? So that's on the fifth. I'm just dude. Like, that's right on the corner. Yeah, that's on the third actually. Third. So I'm oh, like, what? Third, okay, and it's already fine. out. Everyone can play it. The demo's out. The demo's out from now till the 26th for Wo, Wo Long, and you get to keep the DLC uh, after you complete it. So it's just like. There's just too much stuff to play, so I, I I hope I'm I hope I got June wrong. I don't like you know I I think Umbras is uh, with me too on Team June, and that's just because that's when we think it's gonna drop. That is not when we want it to drop. Yeah, um, yeah very two different things, right? Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, I we a lot of us thought it was gonna be last month when they were gonna at least announce when this was coming yeah, out. Too. So I think it's yep, I, I think it it's soon. For sure. I think it's yeah. I think it's time. They're, they've obviously been in, in polish mode and polish phase forever. And when I I didn't mean to laugh at your your uh, earlier with your reference to um, Hi-Fi Rush. I just think um, Hi-Fi Rush is like perfection. It's so it is, polished really is. that I, is. I just don't believe that a game of this scope, no matter how long you work on it, can be polish you're gonna get stuck on a rock somewhere right like something's something's gonna happen just like atomic russia i'm seeing all kinds of bugs um no it's but i mean i mean listen it's that's okay though it's bethesda there's a difference for me like i'm not giving bethesda excuses because the bugs that i've always had with with bethesda games usually aren't breaking the game Right. That's when I get annoyed. If it's something funny where the guy you, you hit a guy and he flies out he of the flies level, into out of space. I love that. Like, yeah, he flies <laughs> you into that, eternity you into Twitter, the sun. For, you exactly. Yeah. That goes mm -hmm. right onto YouTube. Right. So uh yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. I think it, it's you know, the, the show is going to be mid March. So I'm I'm with Skullsy on this one. And yeah, uh, I, it's just I, I, open brain, it happens. Yeah, me too. Uh, listen, folks, we got 31 minutes before we get you guys out of here. I'll talk about a story that I think I want to see more people cover. Um, but before I get to that story, I got to thank some of the people in the Super Chat uh, that dropped uh, a couple of uh, bucks our way to help us fund the channel. Uh, Sith Lord, who's been a channel member for six months, drops a $2 Super Chat. Thank you for the generosity, Sith Lord. He says Resident Evil 4, Street Fighter 6, and Humanity looked awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm getting all of those. Uh, the Collector drops a very generous $2 Super Chat and says, McGee, what do you use for such lustrous hair. Oh, we're talking about hair products now. You have he has. I mean, those locks are just gorgeous. Uh, what, what could you it's, say? It's leave-in um, conditioner. <laughs> there you go. That's the secret. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I, I used to use Tresemme for the mohawk. Now I used uh, Moroccan oil uh, for for it to make it stand where it stands. Uh, it literally stands at attention all by itself. Uh, FYI. Uh, the uh, so that comes the way of the. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the collector. Then we also have Kev Junior 33 drops a very generous $10 super chat 
And this is super cool. He says he's a 47-year-old gamer. He's a retired New York City police officer like myself, Brooklyn-born, and you and the panel always spot on. Great analysis, energy, information, best gaming channel today. Remember, Game Fan and Next Gen Magazine, keep up the great work. Game Fan also had amazing paper. Like, it just was it would shine as you were reading it. And thank you for your service, brother. And thank you for the very kind words. Uh, that is pretty awesome. Pragmatic Eagle, generous friend of the program, drops a $10 super chat and says, these publishers want worldwide money, but don't want to give show worldwide respect. Play what you want, but the message is that uh, is uh, is that it, this BS is okay uh, and you continue to support those publishers. I mean, listen, yeah, you know, spend your money where you want to spend. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's Square just does some things, man. It's just frustrating as a company. And when they say things like that, wow, uh, hard to get behind a company that says things that single out an entire race I, I i don't know man i i just when when you see that kind of stuff it, it it's cringe but more importantly more than anything it's sad it is sad that that ideology that kind of thinking this is why racism is never going to go away because of this kind of kind of rhetoric uh don't do that man people at the end of the day are people we all bleed we all use the bathroom the same way your skin color shouldn't matter. Your sexual orientation, your religion, none of that should matter. You should matter as a person. And how you conduct yourself uh, around other people is imp incredibly important. So don't be a jerk. Uh, and I don't even know what to say about Square Enix's behavior. They just, I feel like when they do things like this, they're basically putting the for, uh, for sale sign or the or foreclosed sign on the front of their, their offices. Like, I just, I, I don't understand the behavior. I mean, doesn't some don't they have marketing? Like, if if, if I'm their marketing person, I, I I'm keeping Tums next to me because I have Ajita <laughs> each and every day. Because I'm like, my God, what are you doing? Let don't don't speak. Let me let me see what you're gonna say. Write it down, and I'll make I'll make it make sense. But just don't say that. I I don't know. Can I, don't know can I say, say one more thing about that? Actually, oh please, please. Yeah. So I think the excuse that they gave for that was they were like, it's historical accuracy. Like it's going to, it's going to take place in a, in a Europe based place. And I was like, first of all, if that game comes out and the country that you play that game in is called Britain or is called France, I will be shocked. I'll be absolutely 100% floored. So as soon as you start calling your country, you know, some fantasy, like Final Fantasy nonsense, you can just make it whatever you want. Also, it's like if you're going for, for historical accuracy, like so little of what you're showing in the train. Like you got people riding around on chocobos. You got people summoning aeons. You got people flying around like they got. There's nothing historical like, accurate, dark accurate age, about backpack, it. Like jetpacks and stuff. Like it's world. Yeah. Like I, what I a love weak when Napoleon rode his they're, jetpack. They're like you. You're not allowed to be in this new Final Fantasy game <laughs> unless you look like <laughs> this. It's dumb. It's right? it's it's, it's a, it's a dumb ideology. It's it is. Unless you look just... like Jesus with beautiful locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Listen, uh, the super chat comes in from uh, from Pixelbit G, generous friend of the program, good friend, great friend of the program. He says, right now, Starfield is number one on Steam. Like yep. right now, that's that's not a surprise. But listen, let, let's move on to the last topic of the show, folks. This one. This one excites me as a fan because, you know, we as 
a fan base that has access to something as industry changing as Game Pass or Xbox Game Pass. Uh, some may say that, you know, we don't or, you know, we're, we're spit spoiled, right? Like we don't really, you know, like I talk about Game Pass. And again, folks, I don't, Microsoft barely knows who I am. Yes, I, I have uh, connections in Microsoft, not as big as you would imagine. I wish they were bigger. Uh, I, you know, I wanted to work for them at one point. That, that just never happened. It's fine. Uh, I'm just doing podcasting. I'm okay with it. Um, but I have been a champion of Xbox Game Pass for its ideology. Um, I'm a, I'm very transparent. You guys know that I'm a retired New York City police officer. I come from ex- extremely humble beginnings. I grew up in in in, in a housing development, uh, which is known as the projects, when I was a kid. Until my parents, until my dad made enough money to buy a co-op. And he did that by working hard and, uh, you know, putting his nose to the grindstone, making sure he could provide for his family. Um, I, When I think about Xbox Game Pass and what is available uh, in it right now, uh, for some people that do not make six figures, that are not making high salaries, who have kids that want to provide for their kids, there's nothing more enjoyable than seeing the smile on your kids, whether they be your actual kids, your nieces, your nephews, your neighbor. There's something magical magical about gaming. And what Microsoft and what Xbox does, and you'll never hear me not say this, is allow for every financial station to be a part of the conversation. That is very hard to do in the world that we're currently living in. Uh, and they figured out a way to do it. They figured out a way to make it profitable for the company and for their investors. And they're continuing to add to the conversation. Uh, obviously, the family plan is coming. It is now launching here, there, and everywhere. It'll eventually get here. Family plan is going to offer you, as for as low as five bucks a month, you and four buddies or four family members can all be a part of Xbox Game Pass for 25 bucks a month. It's insane. So why am I talking about this? Well, it was announced today via news.xbox.com, via Xbox Wire, uh, that uh, Xbox or PC Game Pass preview is now available for insiders in 40 new countries. That is massive. These are countries that have never had Xbox, and they have now been added to the gaming world it is it is it is a massive triumph uh, for Xbox and and I'm again I have all of the I'm going to put this in the show notes so if you want to see every country that has been added I don't want to read every country uh because it would be it, it's just too long of a list it's 40 countries that have been added I do want to read the small press uh release from uh Jarrett West who is the CVP of game gaming marketing at Xbox uh this was posted Last night or this morning, very early this morning at 12.01 a.m. And it says, as part of our mission to expand the joy and community of gaming to every player in the world, we're excited to announce we're bringing a preview of PC Game Pass to 40 new countries for the first time ever. Uh, I think this is a big deal. Um, I think it's it's something to be talked about. I don't know how many shows are going to talk about this. But I felt it necessary as being a fan of the ideology of what Microsoft and Xbox are doing for the gaming community. 
Let me just continue reading the press release, and we're going to get everyone's opinion on this, and we'll get everyone the H out of here. Uh, beginning on February 28th, gamers in these new markets can sign up for PC Game Pass preview program, giving them immediate access to a library of hundreds of high-quality PC games on Windows, including new Xbox Game Studio releases on day one. Uh, iconic Bethesda games and EA Play membership and members-only benefits in Riot Games, which is another big deal that no one talked about. Uh, it, it only takes a few minutes to download the Xbox Insider Hub app and sign up to join the Insider program. Once registered, players can join the preview of PC Game Pass for a special testing price for the first month. Uh, Retri, you have been banging the drum of I need information from Xbox Wire. Mm-hmm. I think they delivered. I think this is a big yeah. deal. I don't know how much coverage this is going to get, but you're certainly going to get it here on Double Barrel Gaming. Let's get your take on this, brother. Yeah, um, this is. I think this is a lot bigger deal than maybe most people are realizing. This this essentially almost doubles their coverage. That's how little of countries they were actually in before. Yeah. So this, you know, now they're at eighty six. They just added 40. So think about that, that, that in a, in a market, in the market where they went up the greatest percentage for uh, game pass subscribers out of anywhere. And that, and that was PC game pass. So that yep. that's their kind of their darling. And it just makes sense to do this. Uh, it's going to get them a lot of subscribers. I think I really do. Um, it's, it's interesting to see too there's always been the complaint about xbox internationally uh when it comes to languages and 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 they're the games supporting different languages so i'm I'm hoping this is going to open up you know some the possibility talking about localization because somebody just mentioned it in in the chat yeah okay yeah localization yeah Yeah. i'm hoping this is going to you know in my opinion, Xbox should have an entire an entire uh, division dedicated to <laughs> to getting games, uh, you know, uh, and actors and whatnot for different languages because that's hurting them in a lot of territories. Um, so hopefully, yeah. this is this is part of that initiative. Uh, I do believe this news actually it might be timely. I, I I'm going kind of conspiracy mode here but i put, I, put I on your your, your tinfoil cap let's go tinfoil cap what you here mean. yeah uh, i think they don't announce something like this unless they feel very very positive and good about what is going on with abk yep I, um, there you go knock it out of the park brother that's what i'm talking yeah, about yeah i i know i know i know maybe that's weird maybe it's a stretch maybe it is but you know my mind started going like the, I feel like Xbox has been very subdued in the things that they want to announce and things that I feel like they want to say, but they're so afraid to say to piss off regulators and make them look like their gaming market is is looking good in any fashion. Um, so, I mean, we just saw what Brad did, right? He just went to Europe and, and showed a chart of an 80%, 20% on the console market. Is a set, it's a friggin' monopoly. It's a, it's a monopoly in and, Europe. And those numbers, Retri, come directly from the CMA. Right. Those, those and, you know, are the CMA it's, numbers. It's, it's excluding Nintendo. We know but that. That's, you know, that's their wording, dude. That, that's that's, that's I, on the I CMA, agree. dude. Hey, look, when you set when you when you set it up, when you when you set that up, like they they took that information and said, fine, 
now it looks worse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it looks worse. So you didn't help yourselves there, CMA. You actually kind of shot yourself in the foot if you were trying to make a point there. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about this. I hope a lot of people are excited about this. I use PC Game Pass a lot as I also use the console, but this is great. I mean, it's, it's in going into territories that I wasn't sure they were ever, ever going to touch. So I think it's a positive thing, and, and I hope they continue doing this because being in 86 countries for PC Game Pass um, is a big deal. Um, so hopefully yeah. they, they, keep, they keep pushing forward and, and keep, uh, keep it up because that, that's where they're growing the most. So they're not stagnant whatsoever, and they're not going to be stagnant in that, in that division for a while. So we'll, we'll, well see what you know, happens. It, it's, it's just another, you know, uh... I guess uh, page for the file, if you will, to make it yeah. a, 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 a complete package. You know, the the GeForce right. Now edition is monstrous. Mm -hmm. uh, getting Nintendo to have ABK games uh, is 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 a is a really big deal. I know people are like, well, yeah, the Switch sucks. It can't even barely run at 720p. You know what? Let me tell you something. Microsoft knows exactly what their next console looks like. That's why they announced it because the next console is going to be as powerful as a Series S. Regardless of who's making it, uh, Nintendo, listen, you don't have to like their hardware, but damn, they know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing. You ever watch Smash Brothers? I watched it all weekend because that's all my nephew Tyler plays. And some of the, the, the graphics were just, I was like, I, I, I'm shocked. Like, I'm shocked how great this game looks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Mario Kart is another game. He plays here, there, and everywhere. And you look at that game, you're like, I, I understand this should be running at 60. It should be running at 120 frames, but my God, it looks great. It, the game is old as H, and it looks freaking fantastic, but good stuff. Uh, Skulls, let's get you in on the conversation. Um, you, like myself, have an affinity for others playing games. Games really do such an amazing thing, more than they're given credit for, uh, especially in a world where you know, mental illness is a thing, right? You know, we mm -hmm. hear it, see it. Uh, if people don't want to talk about it as much as they should. And that's why, unfortunately, we have uh, things happen, especially in the younger generation. Gaming, uh, when, it's, when it's at its purest, is so amazing to watch happening, especially when you see stories like uh, just recently, a couple got married, uh, you know, they got engaged, mm -hmm. and they met over Sea of Thieves. Like I'm getting goosebumps That's just dope. talking about that. Like I, I, I mean, I may be a nerd. I may be just a you know just a knucklehead, but I love those kind of stories. Uh, and that that that's what gaming is. And seeing this kind of value come to these kind of countries in a time where everything is so goddamn expensive, I think this is huge. What 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 are your thoughts on this, man? No, I, I agree with you completely. I have <clears throat> I have like a two part opinion on this. Uh, the first one's kind of like a little introduction. Uh, to where I am with all this. I kind of grew up in a bad neighborhood in Chicago as well uh, with a single mom who worked so hard that one Christmas she passed out and fell into the Christmas tree and I thought she died and I was scared, but she wow, really hardworking woman. Uh, I love my mom to death, uh, but yeah, it, it's great for, for an escape, right? So if you have problems in your life, if you're dealing with things, you can just jump into another world and lose yourself in that world and not have to think about it for a little mm -hmm. while. But also, I, I, I grew up on a block, uh, St. Kilpatrick, where there's all sorts of different people from all sorts of different race, races and nationalities. We used to go out in the alley. We used to uh, joust with our bicycles, and then we all go inside and hang out, and we'd play Xbox or we'd play, uh, you know, whatever. N64, I guess, is what we played back then. 
so gaming brought us all together and you know we didn't care about skin color we didn't care about religion we we, right. we were all gamers we were all friends and it was just such a great memory to have coming together and playing these games and i feel like xbox opening up game pass to more countries is an expansion of that an extension of that same thing because gaming is a wonderful thing we live in an amazing time period right now to where we can play games like this to where there's not only a handful of awesome games but hundreds hundreds of awesome games with more coming out all the time uh so this is amazing for that for the gaming community for uh, inclusion uh bringing this to new people and also from a business perspective this is very smart for for microsoft and xbox because one of their main limiting factors is that they don't have as much as much uh Control is not the right word, but they don't have as reach. much of a foothold. A yeah, re word. reach internationally. Yes, with, with a lot of other countries. Sony, I've been to countries that, that that barely have infrastructure for roads, but you'll find PS2s in in their houses. So yeah. like, Sony is everywhere. Microsoft just now getting Xbox just now trying to reach those audiences, those demographics. Uh, by by expanding Game Pass is an amazing business move, and I hope that this is this is like one of the this is going to be something we're going to continue to see. I hope they can put more marketing internationally. I hope they can try to find more ways to bring Xbox and these gaming experiences to new people in new countries. It's amazing. It's a great thing, and, and I agree with Retri that people not enough people are talking about this. I think a lot of people are seeing the headline and are like, "Oh, cool, more countries, nice." But no, it's deeper than that. It, it is a big deal. This is yeah. this is a big deal, and you know, props to Microsoft for doing this uh, mm -hmm. because I don't know how profitable it's even going to be for them immediately. Sure, it'll eventually be profitable, but I'm sure this is costing them more money to expand in this way than they're getting back, and they're doing it so they can expand Absolutely. their community. And I, I love it. I just absolutely love it. Yeah, me too. I, I love to see these kind of stories. I hate that this is not uh, the press isn't running away with this. This is it is a much bigger deal. Uh, and I and and because of the significance of it, you know, being in regions that have never had Xbox, bringing in an affordability to gaming, unlike anyone else is doing. I'm sorry that it doesn't get more traction. That's why I wanted to specifically talk about it here on this show uh steel let's get your opinion on this brother this is you know retri said that right now xbox is available in 86 locations they just nearly doubled it by adding 40 new countries mm -hmm. how big of a deal is this i mean i know i know ultimately it's a business and they're going to make money and their investors are going to be happy and you know gaming makes money but this is this is a big deal dude yeah i mean to me this is something that i always speak to because right ever since that phil uh, mentioned the whole spiel about reaching three billion gamers mm. uh, we've all pondered on how he was going to end up accomplishing that and a lot of us kind of know it. he's talking about mobile he's about doing all these mm -hmm. things that a lot of us don't particularly like because we feel like it may take away from our core experiences um i don't personally feel that way and i think that xbox microsoft again um is for the first time in a while um, is directly on the pulse yes. of what is needed for the gaming industry moving forward. And it only makes sense for them to continue to expand out. And the fact that they are, I mean, 40 countries out of nowhere. I mean, again, um, 
anybody could play play that off like oh man whatever but this is unprecedented man like this is yep. this is signifying that they have literally uh, are garnering or and not giving more so more reaps than any other generation previously yep. and want to make sure that people have access ac- across the world again I, I mean as a we're still struggling with internet infrastructure right and as that progresses it only makes sense that people like a Microsoft ex- ends up expanding that out because other companies can't necessarily do that very same thing. Um, especially at the quality games that are a- being presented now. Um, and I get guys like whether you want to believe this or not, there's people still in our own country who are, don't have the opportunity to play games as yes. we play them. Right. Yep. Not they're not playing the newest titles. They're still coming off of the Xbox 360, just maybe got an Xbox one. And I know that's kind of crazy for people to imagine, but that's the reality of life currently. Right. Everybody's going through their own uh, tumultuous situation. The country itself is in a very kind of wishy-washy place. We don't, know where it's going to go hopefully everything continues to go well um or as gets better i should say more so and i think this is a perfect opportunity no matter how you want to cut the pie on this uh or slice the cake whatever saying you want to use <laughs> um as much as it may be for money at the same point you're giving some you're giving access to people that may have not had other otherwise and that's always going to be a, a great a unique thing and it deserves to be talked about uh the human element uh yes. whether it be on the the publisher side uh but even on the gamer side it's it cannot be ignored it's something that we have to consistently talk about because there is a reality to the situation as much as we want to talk about oh i need my triple a game oh i want starfield as soon as i can oh i want spider-man 2 right now at the end of the day, this whole push that Microsoft has started, um, especially with Game Pass and everything, since 2017 has been for access. And this is a perfect note to, to signify to people, hey, we're again, we're telling you, as much as the FTC and these other regulatory bodies don't want to believe us, we are telling you again, we are trying to give more people opportunity. So, yeah. That's good stuff, and 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 again, not to bring it back up, but it does make uh, Andy, uh, uh, you know, p- tweet even more silly when you consider right. that they're investing this kind of uh, dollars into forty additional countries. That does not say you're getting out of the business. It says you're 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 putting your heels into the sand. You're digging them in. Uh, so again, just you know, a good stuff from everyone so far. Daniel, let, let's get your opinion on this, brother. This is. This is one of those 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 um, those moments in gaming um, that may go off of a, like a whimper. Uh, you'll get some people to talk about it, and then it'll go away, uh, and that's fine if if nobody wants to find that this is important. I, I I from personal experience think that this is incredibly important, but I'm interested to get how important it is to you. It's, I mean, it's massive. I think this is something that's absolutely going to get overlooked. I think it's something, I think a, a lot of that is just because it's it's not necessarily the most exciting thing to talk about. Right. You know, a yeah. lot of the big news sites are wanting to talk about, hey, this new game got announced, hey, this thing, you know, whatever. You know, it's it's not a clickable story, but it is a big exactly. deal. You know what I mean? Um, it's not drama. I mean, adding 40 <laughs> more countries is huge. It's... Uh, while everyone else was talking, I was looking up the the countries that the Xbox One launched in. Uh, that console 
apparently only launched in 13 yeah, countries. And 13 countries. Yeah, dude, think about that for a second. No wonder, no wonder why it failed. Yeah, and then at some point in the uh, 2014, it looks like they added like another 29. I couldn't find any other ones that they launched in after the fact, mm-hmm. but even so, I mean, that's just over 40 countries. And I have to, now you're saying that with these new 40, I mean, I, I don't have the numbers. I didn't look uh, at how many countries it was already in. I just looked at how many it just launched in. And uh, I mean, it was if 40, it's, 46 before the 40. So 46 plus 40. So like, yeah, it's uh, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. It's I was looking at the list of the countries that it was launching in or that PC Game Pass was coming into now. And it looks like, you know, it's it's a lot of the world. Like, it's, yeah, it it's pretty much it, all it, of they're, Central they're, and South Look America. at the list. The list is staggering. It's yeah, staggering. Yeah, it's, it's Central America, it's South America, it's parts of the Middle East, it's parts of North Africa, and it's like Eastern Europe, right? And it's, you know, huge populations of people who are there, tons of people who I'm sure are playing video games. And I think that this is this is just a testament to the power of Game Pass, is mm-hmm. the the fact that, you know, it's, it's this situation where trying to put together all this hardware and find ways to get it, you know, transported to those countries and released in the stores and dealing with all of the local retailers and all that stuff. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And I'm sure that they're working on doing that because I'm sure that, you know, they're probably planning on trying to send these consoles to these countries, you know, after the fact, but you're never going to be able to do that as easily or as quickly or as, as, as efficiently as if you can just launch game pass on devices that people in those countries already own. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. I would be willing to bet that some of these countries are places where, you know, like like Retri was saying, where gaming is a little bit behind, right? It's the probably places where maybe they don't have the PS5. Hell, maybe they don't have PlayStation at all because they don't really have any streaming services. So if they didn't think it was, you know, worth their money to to go through all that hassle of getting actual physical consoles into the into the country, then maybe they just didn't. And potentially the same thing for Nintendo, right? So these might be countries where PC gaming is their primary and maybe kind of their only form of gaming. And so if you can roll out PC Game Pass to them and be like, hey, here's this whole new ecosystem of games, right? Mm-hmm. And you can get it for this low price and we get this family plan coming in and all this, you know, it's it's a really powerful move to make. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking about how you know, last generation, they were losing in terms of console sales, you know, two to one to PlayStation. And this is the sort of situation where it's like, well, we'll just casually double the number of countries we're in. <laughs> exactly. You know? And like, you have, know, have your sales. Yeah. Have, and like, have you your know, console sales. <laughs> a lot of those, a lot of those countries are, are places that, you know, the population isn't as high as, you know, like, you know, America's huge and it still only counts as one, right? You know, like, All right. taking exactly. down Olifant at Pelinor Fields or whatever. Uh, there's a nerd reference for you. Shout out, chat. Uh, it's, uh, you know, so, you know, I don't think it's necessarily going to be like, oh, they launched in all these other countries. So they're naturally their numbers will 100% double because that's just not going to happen, mm-hmm. especially no, no, it's not. That probably just, are not super yeah. huge on Xbox just in general, because I don't right. know that they've been in those countries before. So it'll probably be a slow, you know, a slow build. But the fact that they're there now is massive. You yeah. know, it's it's entire new audiences, it's entire new voices in the community, it's entire yes. new, you know, one of the things that Phil Spencer is talking about a lot is that he wants to, 
you know, put together teams in countries where game development isn't necessarily a huge thing. And I think he specifically talked about, you know, Central America, South America, and, and Africa. Africa. Those are now places where he he's, mentioned he's as well. Adding, yes. Mm-hmm. He's adding new, you know, countries that are able to actually engage with the brand there. So, you know, I think that this is, I think this is absolutely fantastic. It's not, you know, the sexiest thing to talk about. And so probably not a whole lot of other people are going to really uh, break into this conversation or, or write anything about it. Cause like I said, it's just not really something that's super clickable unless you're in one of those countries and you're like, Oh, am I, am I on here? <laughs> you're like, if you yeah. didn't have game pass before and you're like, do I have it now? Um, wasn't crazy. Louis, wasn't he saying that his country didn't have PC game pass yet or something? Or he didn't have game pass. Uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if he said that they don't. Um, he was saying some, there was some service that he wanted there that wasn't there. I don't remember if it was game pass or what. Um, but you know, it, if he was, one or two countries over, he he would have been. You you know, I don't know if Dominican Republic was on that list. I don't remember every single thing that was on it. But like, just just think about how many new people are going to be able to engage with the Xbox brand and join the Xbox ecosystem. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I I, I think it's a big deal. I, again, I, I misspoke before. I said it was eighty six plus forty. It was actually forty six right, plus forty. Right. Yeah, so for a total yeah. of eighty six. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you for the correction on that. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I love these kind of stories, maybe because I'm a heartfelt nerd. Uh, I, I love I, – I know it's a tagline that Microsoft, specifically Phil, is always you know, out there saying, gaming is for everyone. I, I, I don't care how old you are, male, female, religion, sexual orientation, none of that matters. It shouldn't matter to you. It's about gaming. It's about enjoyment. It's about finding a game that speaks to you regardless of size of A. All right, it doesn't have to be made by uh, 600 people and, 300, and, and $300 million had to go into it to be an experience that you find worthy. It could be one person that made a game you found to be engaging and you enjoyed it. And if it's on Game Pass, uh, it is amazing. And, and one of the things that gets left out of the conversation with Xbox is the fact that they are knocking down doors. The boundaries are being knocked down. Again, nothing, no one talks about that. You know, Sony, their business is buy a console, our console, and you live on that console. Nintendo, Mm -hmm. buy our console. We're going to sell you a game. We're going to come out with a new console, and we're going to say the same game, and you're going to buy it. And you know who does that? This dumb bastard right here, because I love Nintendo. So I'm a part of the problem. But Microsoft Mm. is doing things in the industry that are allowing for you to experience exactly how I'm experienced. I'm a console guy. I need the console under my under, under my TV because I'm old. That's just the way I was brought up. But there is different ways to play. And Microsoft is the only platform. Xbox is the only platform that allows you to play everywhere and potentially coming to toasters near you soon enough. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if it has internet access, you're going to be able to play. If you have a browser, you can play Xbox Game Pass. It's crazy. And 40 additional countries... For, that have never had Xbox before is a monster, monster deal. Let me just catch up on the last Super Chats and we will get everyone on out of here. Let me get to the private chat. Thank you for putting this in, Retro. Definitely appreciate that. Highlander001 mm-hmm. drops an additional very generous $2 Super Chat and says, I want a Game Pass family plan now. Yes, so do I. Because I have a couple oh. of people that I want to add to it. And I will, I will. Uh, my nephew being one of them, a very good friend of the show uh, that has been friends with my wife and I for decades uh, I want to add him to it uh, and, and potentially two other people that I know that just, you know, don't have the money for games. Uh, and I want to, uh, you know, I want to, uh, listen, I'm, my Game Pass is paid up until 
until 2025. So I'm good. Um, but yeah, I want that soon. Uh, a lot of people are asking about Ubisoft Plus. I have no idea. I, 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 we've heard rumors. There's a hundred plus games coming with all the DLC. I want it now. You know what I'm saying? I own most of the games because I love Ubisoft. Um, but I, I and do you can want play you. Eight, uh, Assassin's Creed for the next thirty years. Apparently, yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. There are two. Yeah. There are two. I, we didn't talk about it because you know it doesn't have to be so much Xbox. We might be talking about it on Breakfast at Boom. I want Japan already. I want it now. I don't want to hear any excuses, but I like the ideology of the Germany uh, aspect with the witch trials. I think that is dope. Uh, that's something we have not done before. So those are the two that most interest me. But Japan, um, mm-hmm. after playing, um, oh my God, why am I why am I blanking the Sony game? Um, oh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, dude, Hell I platinum yeah. that game. That game is a yeah. masterclass achievement uh, from a team that I hope comes out with a sequel. Uh, I platinum yeah. that game. That game is. Oh my God, so good! And every time I played, I'm like, "This could be Assassin's Creed. Why? Why isn't this Assassin's Creed?" Well, there you go. Uh, Justin drops a very generous five dollars super chat, and he says, "My wife and I are expecting our first kid any day. Congratulations, Ooh, Justin! Congr- that nice. is awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us." He says, "We both game, uh, game 100 hours combined in Hogwarts. Yeah, dude, I am." Three days and fifteen yeah. hours, and that, and I can't stop. Oh my yeah, god, it's, it's such same. a life stealer. It's so good. Uh, so congratulations on that. He says, uh, combined in Hogwarts, Starfield, uh, Redfall, day one for new parents. Yes, please. Yeah, I think you guys could figure it out. You know, when the baby goes to sleep, just sneak. That's what I do. Like I don't have, we don't have kids, but when Mrs. Boom goes in her own cheek and she falls asleep, games like Hogwarts wake me up it kind of something like pushes me nudges me and i, I look at the clock mm-hmm. and i'm like it's one o'clock in the morning i got a show tomorrow all right i'm gonna stay up for an hour and it wound up being three hours and it's just i love it yeah. I, i've stayed up more recently for hogwarts than i have done in a very long time it's because i don't you know i'm just getting older man i'm 52 i'm 53 this year i just can't stay up like i used to when i was a kid um capital dream drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says microsoft is always going to have the stigma around their company and they're always going to be that amount of people who are going to hate anything that is connected to microsoft and mm-hmm. that's that uh it's a shame yeah i i agree I, I i think microsoft has done some heinous things back in the early 80s that got them in trouble uh with a lot of people a lot of you know boys club mentality they're just not that company anymore. Satya Nadala has really, I mean, yeah, you can't say he's single-handedly, but he has a very, very uh, high mark ideology on how people should be treated. Um, and the way that he runs Microsoft now is why it's an amazing company. It's why it's in the top 10 best companies in the world to work for. And, and that's, that's coming directly from Glassdoor, which is a prominent site used for judging companies but ladies and gentlemen that's going to do it for the xbox factor podcast let's get everyone out of here first i want to say a huge thank you to the super chats there's been a quite a few of them and yes we do use those for uh, advancement of channels a lot of a lot of the artwork that goes into uh like for instance all the new intros um that was sean labrie uh that he doesn't do it on the arm uh, and, and his talent is worth every penny that we spent that's how we invest into the channel through lighting, through mics, through cameras. Um, and uh, we're, 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 thanks to Sean, uh, he has a vision for the channel and he's currently working on all new uh, overlays for every show. 
I'm working with him side by side to match what you see in the new intros that he's done, which have been nothing short of amazing. Um, yeah. And uh, that costs money, folks. And I'm retired. And yes, I have a great pension, great medical benefits and everything. But, you know, like 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 everything else, the pension has a, you know, a ceiling. And my wife and I like to give back. Uh, sometimes we overgive, but I'd rather overgive than not. Uh, and last year, we gave away $3,500 worth of gift cards and contests that simply uh, uh, just in the chat, you win. Uh, if you're a channel member, you get first crack, of course, because we have to honor the channel members and the people that drop super chats. But for the most part, a lot of the at least half of those were given to people just showing up for the show. Um, and we want to do at least that potentially a little bit more this year. And we can't do that without this channel support. And of course, if you're new, you find the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. We're trying to hit 12K. Uh, this has been a grassroots way of doing things. Again, we don't use hate mongering to garner clicks or likes. We just want to you come over here and hang out and, and enjoy the conversation. Uh, we'll start first with our guests. Skullsy TV, sell your brand. Brother, talk about where they can get the best information on everything and anything Bethesda. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? And you're also working on your own game. Talk about that. Yes, sir. Uh, well, thank you for inviting me on again. It's always a great time. Uh, thank you to the rest of the panel for making this an awesome conversation. And of course, to the audience, uh, if you're interested in Bethesda news, uh, RPG news and stuff like that, you can check me out on YouTube.com slash or you can look me up at Skullzy TV over on Twitter. I'm always tweeting stuff over there as well. And yep, I'm working with the original creators of the entire Elder Scrolls franchise on a new open world, massive RPG the size of England called The Wayward Realms. Uh, you can check us out at OnceLostGames.com as well, and we might have an update for you here uh, pretty soon also. Oh, nice, so nice. Thank you again. Well, we'll definitely get you on. We'll make it one of the topics. When you got some information, you just let me know. We'll get you on and we'll talk about it, get people aware of it, because, you know, if you didn't know, uh, a lot of the development community that are part of this game were ex-Bethesda uh, developers, that is a big deal. Uh, and you, we know that we know those developers have passion. And speaking of passion, there's no bigger passion than Steel Rain of oh. Living Split Screen. Oh. Talk about your show each and every Saturday, four hour show with Pong Soul, your brother from another sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can subscribe and get you guys past 1k, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Uh, absolutely, boom. Thank you for having me on again. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I make it real easy for everybody. It's I Steel Rain I, the T is a seven. Um, you can type into Google, it's really easy, and it'll come up with all the links. Um, if not, I frequent, frequent the streets of Twitter, can't talk for whatever. Um, and the xbox ecosystem mainly just because they've made it so easy to kind of be in and out whenever i need to be um and again until sony gives me a reason to invest uh, I don't, i'll continue to say that until they release facts and information uh just to be petty but other than that um every saturday morning 9 a.m central 10 a.m eastern and 3 p.m uk time i was a non-console essential platform my brother from another Pong, so where we take that RTS approach, uh, that's real-time strategy. We pull ourselves out of the world, look at the darker crevices of the map. We pull those resources together so we can build up that foundation to reach those 3 billion gamers uh, that Phil Spencer always talks about. Uh, boom, again, it was an absolute pleasure to be on here rocking with you guys. Uh, look, chat, y'all were on fire having great conversation. That's the other part, beautiful part about this whole podcasting thing. And uh, hopefully you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Stay safe. And... Uh, We'll see you next time. Much love. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. Retri, sell your brand, Game Pass, underscore daily. 
the best place for everything and anything Game Pass related. You do regular videos, you drop YouTube shorts. Where could people subscribe to your YouTube channel, help you get past 1K, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media? Yeah, you guys can find me, uh, Game Pass underscore daily on Twitter, which shows you where all my other stuff is. I post all my content. All the content is all the same, and it goes everywhere, and that's on TikTok and YouTube at Game Pass Daily. And, of course, we got the uh, the new podcast that I'm doing with uh, with Web Dave, and that is Gamers Council, and that is 7 p.m. on Sundays. We try to get the community directly involved, mm -hmm. meaning the chat can absolutely control what we talk about. And I dropped the link to that uh, in, yes. in the chat as well if you guys want to join us. And I will drop uh, another link in there in a second to our Discord channel where we are uh, we are gaming with the community and we are having a ton of fun. So if you guys don't have enough friends or whatever it is, you know, if you want to join us and ha have some fun and game with us, then uh, then you should definitely join the Discord. And I'll drop that in the uh, in the chat. Thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, Daniel McGee, some of the best long content in the business, especially if you are a comic fan like myself. He has literally rewritten the DCEU and James Gunn, if you're listening to the show, and I know that you do. You should hire this kid hire immediately, me. a part of your writer's room. Let him talk about your vision for the DCEU. Daniel, sell your brand, brother. Talk about your YouTube channel, where they can subscribe, but more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J. McGee. That's Daniel J. M-C-G. Or on YouTube, it's just Daniel McGee. Uh, like, like Boom said, my most recent video just went up a couple days ago uh, where I'm talking about the new slate for the DCU <laughs> Chapter 1 Gods and Monsters, which is not a great name for it. But if you want to know who the authority is or what Wildstorm Comics is or why you should care about this new version of Supergirl, I, I pretty much broke it all down for you. Um, a lot of information in there. I, I'm relatively happy with it, and I think you will be too. And while you're there watching that video, uh, if you, you're already in the right spot for news, reviews, basically anything related to video games or comic books or just whatever happens to strike my fancy at that time. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and give it a subscribe? We're, we just crossed 600 subscribers. Nice. Um, try and hit 1,000. Uh, hopefully by the end of the by the end of the year it would be my goal my dream is by uh e3 time so that if i yes I now we're talking about to, it yes if i do end up getting to go to e3 i can hang with the with the cool kids uh so <laughs> you know here's hoping here's hoping but uh if if you like the the sort of things that i do uh and if you're within the sound of my voice it's a pretty solid chance that you do uh i've got something for you over on the channel so it Love it, brother. Yeah, listen, uh, again, I, I, I got to say this, folks. Uh, every one of their links are in the show notes. All you got to do is click. Click twice. Boom. Click on it. Click sub. Uh, I, I I want you to understand, yes, I'm. We're, Mrs. Boom and I, we're almost at 12K. It took a long time to get here. Five years. Over five years to get here. Uh, some people do it quick. Some people do it slower. Uh, I, I, I'm not in a race with anyone. We just want to provide good content. But my point is the satisfaction of a content creator when you get to that 1k is unlike anything you could possibly imagine and if you're if you are not a content creator uh, i advise you if and if you trust me and i think that you do because you come back each and every week subscribe to everyone here 
please help them get to that 1K and beyond. It is a, it is a big, big deal. It is something that we all strive for because it is, uh, it, it, it's a notch in the belt for you as a creator that you have been acknowledged by a thousand people to say your content is worth YouTube considering you partnered. It's a big deal. So if you trust me, and I think that you do, subscribe to everyone here. Let's let's get everyone past 1K that is putting out quality content like Steel Rain, like Retri, like Daniel. I mean, Skullsy TV has done it time and time again. Please subscribe. All of their information is in the show notes. Tell them that Boom sent you. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day, folks, it'll be important to you. That's something that my dad said when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated, and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. Boom.